0: Welcome to the Mono Imano e podcast for this day. That is what day we got here, August the fourth. We're in August. We made it, August fourth. Yes, who thought, who we thought did. We made would, it to we, August we, so far. Who who would have thought we would have made it? COVID was trying its best to stop us from getting here.
1: No, but I gotta wonder what comes. What's gonna bring to us in August? Are we gonna get basically land sharks now, or shark, coked up no, no, boars? What are we dealing with here? Sharks. Uh, we're going
0: to get uh,
1: <laughs> feral pigs next. everywhere. Oh,
0: can't wait. Can't wait. Nope, they it's only I'm only, nope, it's cuz they're high on cocaine. The, <laughs> the feral pigs high on cocaine in August.
1: Oh, I've it's my prediction for August and 20... it really wouldn't be that unusual based on <laughs> the year it's been in
0: 2070 we're talking about. Do you remember back in 2020 in August when the Do cocaine you remember the murder fought, hornets? The murder yeah, hornets? I the murder no, hornets. I, I I what I remember was the was the cocaine feral pigs. Oh, well, who doesn't remember those? <laughs> well, that was August. It was hot. Yeah. Those feral pigs. Yeah.
1: That was like the, the article that talked about the bear that ate the big old bag of cocaine that it, that was in the forest, and it was like for like about a 10-minute span that that bear was like the greatest alpha predator on the planet before it died. <laughs> before it died. <laughs> <laughs>
0: poor, poor bear. Yeah. I like but I can imagine. I saw bears oh, yeah. the other day right here. Um, yeah, so what it, a lot of sports here, folks. I mean, we dabbled it, in and out of sort of some social con- conversation, but it was
1: but it was really sort of sports related tied in that. To sports, so, yeah, yes, we decided to have a sports day today. Sports day, it was sports day at school? It was did, that. I I think both of us. Did you get your juice box? I did. Actually, no. I got Capri Suns and oranges. <gasps> Capri orange Sun. slices and orange
0: slices. Did like you we used to have a soccer you, when when you had a soccer? <laughs> did you do the thing? Where you would take the orange slice and you would chew out the you know the, the orange or sucker or whatever. Smile.
1: You did. And, and then put it in your teeth and smile. Duh. <sighs> of course you it, did. Okay, if you didn't do
0: that, you're fucking yeah, weird. Yeah, you fucking missed out
1: on everybody on your did that. Orange slices and Capri Sun at halftime for uh, soccer. Or juice boxes, whatever they were. Living it up as kids. Mm. That was the life. That was the life. N- and now look at us. And
0: now look at Just us.
1: Just fucking look at us. It is.
0: <laughs> Although I will bet $100, I'll bet $1,000, mm-hmm. and if I said, here, here's an orange, chew it up and put it back in your teeth like you did as a kid? Everybody would do it. You would do it.
1: Everybody would. I, you'd show me a person who actually wouldn't. I think, he, I think everybody would if you did it, if you gave it to them. What, like, sure. what would
0: you think of someone who wouldn't? I'd be
1: like, what's wrong
0: with you? Mr. Madison, what you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul.
1: Well, I don't forgot. So we
0: are. Yeah, I want to 9, say 40, it's forty-three or forty-four. 40, Forty. Well, that's yeah. Now we're recording. Now we're live. Nice. Yeah. Forty-three. 43. Good call. So what were you saying? Something Good about call. Mr. Deeds? Because you you sneaky. Oh, yeah. sne- I'm a slide awesome double. You're just, sneaky. I,
1: I snuck in. Yes, I snuck in on you today faster than usual. That's why quicker. I said you underrate my sneaking, underestimate my sneakiness.
0: What was the guy's name? But it's
1: in that movie where... oh John god, what was uh John Turturro, but the character's name... Oh, god, I remember the character's name, but he plays the... But- he's hilarious the whole movie, too. And he's... But he's always, like, sneaking up on adam sandler's character not in a bad way but just like coming out of nowhere and they always make the sound the he comes in and he's like whoa man what did you come from and he's like i fear you underestimate my sneakiness sir <laughs> <laughs> perfect okay, i'll awesome. find a clip of it and send it to you because it's, it's a riot <laughs> ah yes so what's been happening what's the haps
0: well, you tell, you tell me, did you get a package? Well, yeah, I've got a big package. <laughs> did you get a package in the... I should I, should I have, did. Uh, I, should have said, I should have said that in uh, in um, some terms that were... Well, were, uh, I mean, you less, shouldn't less, have set less, it up less, for the perfect... Be, <laughs> Let's start over. Like did app. you
1: receive anything in the did, mail today? Did you today? receive
0: anything in the mail? Uh, I did. I rec- received recently.
1: A, I received A parcel? A parcel. Yes, not to be was confused it by with US, a, par, a Parsep.
0: Was, was, it, but, was, it okay. by, was it sent by USPS or through USPS?
1: I think, it yes. Well, it came
0: via USPS. Oh, there you go. Yeah.
1: And it, it, it was from its original destination in Coquitlam. Coquitlam.
0: That sounds, <laughs> that sounds familiar.
1: Yes. You you sneakily, you actually, you did sneakiness on this one.
0: It was very sneaky.
1: And then when I told Susan, she's like, oh, yeah, I know. He talked to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what? She's like, yeah. You talked to me. We were talking about it. I'm like, oh, cool. <laughs> but yeah, it was rad, dude. Yes. So cool. I'm so, so
0: fired up. So for, it is, so for, it, yeah, so for you go ahead and explain it. No, so yeah. no, you go ahead. You, you, you were the recipient of it.
1: <laughs> oh, yes. I, I, I went to go get my parcel from the locker on my street, and <laughs> I came back, and I opened up said parcel, and there was a most awesome Terry Fox t-shirt in there. Very cool. Very. I, I love the retro look too. It's so awesome. I love so, those shirts. So yeah. I know you do. Yeah. Explain and, it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So mm-hmm. it, and um, so there two of them, right? So I, I have mm-hmm. I have both. I got that right. one as well. And okay, it's funny yeah. because so so what happened was so I told you so for mm-hmm. listeners, I think we talked about this. So we Adidas did. in it, yeah. Canada released in May um, that T-shirt that you got, and another one with a Terry Fox mm-hmm. quote. And the replica right. of the shoes that they provided that he wore mm-hmm. on his Marathon of Hope. Now, mm-hmm. this is the 40th anniversary of the Marathon of Hope. So in May, they did it and they said, you know, any of the proceeds, you know, profits are going to go to the Terry Fox Foundation. So they did it in May and they released a limited release of the shirts and the shoes. And you had to go on,
1: mm-hmm. you had to
0: enter payment information and you could get selected. Now, I think they selected way more people for the shirts, obviously, but it was very limited for the shoes. Then they did another release, and then the draw for that was on July 1st. So there was two. And the second time was a different shirt. So the shirt that I ended up getting first was in the second release, and it just mm-hmm. says Terry Fox in very large letters, very bold, and then just a picture of him running. Mm-hmm. And the one you got, um, and I got the same one, is says mm-hmm. Terry, Terry Fox, just, you know, just mm-hmm. 80, just uh, 80 for 1980, and it's in a little bit, different. the font's a little smaller, but it's that mm-hmm. total 80s retro font. Oh yeah, and the difference is the one you got, and mm-hmm. so the second one I got. Also, on the back has the map of Canada mm-hmm. of where he ran, and a whole bunch of cities that said um, mileage markers. Mm-hmm. Uh, is what about twenty cities, I think? Yeah, something like that. Give yeah. or take, mm-hmm. um, from zero to five thousand three hundred and whatever it is kilometers. Sure. So it's like that's. I was like, that's the one I got to get you. So when I got oh, it, yeah. I immediately got. Like a couple of days, I'm like no, I, I know he'll like this. Oh so, yeah, absolutely. So grabbed that and sent that to you.
1: That's so awesome. And then it, yeah, and then it's like you said because your, your 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 text today was hilarious. You are like, yeah, I might I might stumble across somebody wearing wearing one here, maybe. You might, maybe, but you definitely won't down here.
0: <laughs> no, you. So. Well, first of all, mm-hmm. um, you know he's he's a Canadian hero. Sure. Period. Mm-hmm. That's just it's a it's an undeniable thing. Well, of course. And. In the States, people do know him. There are schools that do Terry right. Fox runs and stuff. And sure. He's not unknown, but he's not, he's not known in the same sort of None, rever, reverence right. that he is because he's not Canadian or he's not American. Right, right. It, um, yeah, exactly.
1: Our, our version would be um, the story with Alex English and um, sure. yep. uh, God, I can't remember, Ryan White. With yeah. uh, the, the the young boy with AIDS, that was kind of our version because of just in terms of a young kid, yeah. and you know, uh, and being so publicly strong, that kind of thing. So, yeah, but just you know, right. like
0: I know we were talking <clears throat> about this before, like you know, and I've talked with other people, like just who he was and the way he captured a country so amazingly, from the time that he did the run to even to today. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. There's no there's no American that really just singularly has mm-hmm. done that. No. For Mm -hmm. and and no, and sort of no, there's not really anyone sort of worldwide that for their country has really been that sort of beacon of an individual, right? That's why that's part of why I think he's so legendary in in, in that particular way, right? Sure, I agree. So, the other thing too is the other reason you won't see Americans with that shirt is you couldn't order it in the States, exactly. No, I remember it it wasn't even available, right? Like, it was like they, they blocked it, it was only Canadians that could purchase it, right? Um.
1: And you couldn't even have it shipped directly. You had nope. to have it shipped to you, and then you ship it here.
0: Yeah, I couldn't even order it and put in your address. Right, they weren't yeah. even, even allowing that, which is you know it could be a few. It, it could be just like you right. know custom and duty stuff that they didn't want right. to just put, or it could just be like you know what, no, we're just keeping this for Canadians, which I, I get. Like, but it's crazy. So they, you know, you think they they released them in May, and mm-hmm. and then um, the other thing I learned too is because when I ordered yours. I got another email saying you can go on and order these shirts. I was like, oh, like I went through all that rigmarole to get right, the shirt right. the first time. Like now you're, you're right. just letting everybody buy them. But it wasn't it because I told people and they went to search. Uh-huh. Like, dude, I went on the site and I, I'm like, I can find it no problem because mm-hmm. I had a link in an email mm-hmm. that I think that they probably just gave to people who had mm-hmm. tried to get the shirts or the mm-hmm. shoes mm-hmm. because. What what happened was is so all kinds of people I know tried to search and they couldn't. You right. just, if you went to adidas.ca, you right. wouldn't you, you wouldn't, wouldn't come find up. It. Right. Yeah. But if I gave people that link from my email, then it they would. could do it. Interesting. So I think that I think they just kept it to you know the select kind of people. Which again, this was but which is amazing because they had they had a limited run, and they mm-hmm. still between May and today, apparently they've raised a million dollars just from this.
1: That's not a, and you know that's not a surprise with just just the the specific anniversary and the event. And well, it's surprising
0: was. because it was limited. Well, sure. That's but, that's but, it, yeah. If it was yeah. open to everyone, I wouldn't be well, surprised sure. one bit. But the fact that it was limited is what surprises me. But still, I mean, obviously Adidas stepped up and and didn't really they legitimately obviously didn't keep anything from it.
1: Yeah, which is you know I mean. I get a lot of that because it's kind of like, well, it's not really the same thing because this is more of, uh, especially a commemorative um, for an event as opposed to like, which we've talked in the past is like the, the site, the chive, right? Yep. Yeah. Whereas you go on there and they have some just awesome shirts or just, it's just awesome. Their stuff is fun and, and whatever. But if you see something, you better grab it because totally. it is. And then if there's like the stereo, there was like the, the classic green keep calm chive on shirt was like always sold out like yes. never ever yeah. in stock and i i finally got one like a year after trying like just checking and trying i mean it's but it, but i realized hey that's smart for them at least because you keep that interest really high it's
0: driving the demand right oh it,
1: it, exactly but this is not the similar case because this is specifically um about a commemorative event um and i i understand why they would want to do like a limited release for, like, say, the shoes and stuff, right? Because that's, you know, shirts are easier to come by in the grand scheme of it, I think, and to make. So, I, but yeah, it's interesting that, uh, that it went through, like, kind of like the raffle process.
0: You know? Yeah, the selection. It, and I think it was mostly around the shoes, obviously. And I think was, so, yeah.
1: yeah. Because, yeah, I, it seemed like if you're wanting to, to do that for this event, and obviously the goal is to, I don't know, commemorate, and then obviously raise more money and awareness and all that fun stuff that comes with it, you'd think that there would just be like, yeah, anybody, go ahead, go buy it. Yeah. You would think. but I can understand the shoes part. The shoes are a lot harder to make. <laughs> more time, you know, I mean, totally. shirts that can do and just churn them out.
0: But. Yeah. It, yeah. And the, the shirts that can just totally, I mean, yeah, yeah. so it's, it's. I mean, it's cool. So I'm glad you like that. I, I, yeah. I, awesome. I was, I was, I was, I was pretty, I was pretty, uh, Pretty confident that you would. I didn't. Uh, oh, absolutely. Didn't have, didn't have any doubts there.
1: And yeah, um, I, I I honestly, and it's like you said, I I totally feel like this is like wearing that down here. Yeah, there's going to be people. No, of course. And and because not, you know, everybody like where I saw it was obviously the ESPN documentary that Steve Nash did. You know, which was yep. really cool, and a lot of people saw it because of that, which is what's cool Americans about. Americans for sure, right?
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah. But you're right; it's like totally something that is not normal that you would see around here. But somebody might get it; they'd be like, "That's all." you know, like you, you get somebody that would know; it'd be like, "That's awesome," right? But it's, you know, it is. It's cool. It's 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 something that's not. Saturated here that you're going to see on on everybody all the time. So no, it's, it's kind of it's very neat that way. I like I, stuff
0: like and that, I, and I, I like exclusive things. I like sure. having some th- things that other people don't have, in, in that sort of way. Which <laughs> you know, I like to be better than everybody else. Is it <laughs> better? <yeah. laughs> I like having different. Mm-hmm. I will say this: mm. the thing that I ordered today that I'm going to hold you in suspense on, and I'll, sh- oh, I'll yes. send you. A, so, i so, so, listeners, what also happened is today? I went. I was at a store. I stopped in real quick. Uh, I specially ordered something. It's going to take a few weeks to mm-hmm. to get here. They said two to three, so who knows how long? They said COVID is affecting some of their manufacturing stuff. Whatever. Sure. I'm super excited about it. I don't know if Mike's going to be as excited as I am. He, it's, whatever. It's it's <laughs> it's all about you, my friend. It's, it's not about, about me. But but I'll send you a picture and I'll send it to you because I'll uh, I'll be interested to see what you think. Sure. Um, absolutely. Yeah. It's uh it's it's pretty pretty cool. But I'm going to oh, hold no, you no. in suspense on the thing that yes. I'm getting. <laughs> just, oh. <laughs> don't. How, how dare you, sir? How, how, dare, how you? dare you? How dare you? Yes. how dare you. How dare you? How dare I? How dare you? <laughs> I, I dare fine. I dare yes? I dare fine. Um, ah. yeah, it's so speaking of athletes. Yes. I wanted to Okay, so there was one I know we had a a few things we wanted to chat about. There was one of all of them that I wanted to...
1: Get it on right away?
0: Yeah. Are you going to... Will you get the pay-per-view for the Tyson Jones Jr. fight?
1: I probably won't. And it's just because I've never been a huge boxing fan. And so, I mean, I, I enjoy like yeah you know when it's over and be like oh that's kind of a cool fight whatever i mean i can respect it from that aspect but i've never i've never done a pay-per-view even mma that's just not really something that i normally watch i mean I, i'm interested in who wins i just don't normally either get it here or go to somebody that's done it but that's definitely going to be an interesting it, it's definitely going to be an interesting fight tyson looks like even more in shape than he was when he was a kid
0: <laughs> so he's in crazy good shape right now for yeah. a fifty-three-year-old man. Yeah. Um. the The thing that is is interesting is, from what I understand now, and I've been reading up on it. So f- again, for people that are n- unaware or not big um, sports fans or whatever, so Tyson was actually fifty-four now. Pardon me. In and uh, Roy Jones, uh, Jr. was fifty-one are fighting in September 12th of this year in an eight, they called it an eight round exhibition fight. Mm-hmm. Now, the interesting thing is, so Tyson hasn't fought for, I think it was 15 years. Mm-hmm. Jones right. Jr though fought two years ago.
1: Did he? Who did he yeah.
0: fight? Uh, I don't know, mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. but he did fight, which, okay. is, which is crazy. Sure. Oh, here we go. Fight will be distributed on uh, pay-per-view with a price tag of 50 bucks.
1: That's not bad.
0: No, and I, and here's the thing. That's American, probably. So sixty Canadian, probably, whatever right. it is. Now yeah. I get pay-per-views for half price.
1: Okay, well that's nice. There you go. So
0: it's it doesn't break the bank. Yeah. Um, to drop
1: thirty dollars or whatever.
0: Yeah, know, whatever fail. it's going to be, and and I have a sp- very particular interest in this one because I'm so mm-hmm. fascinated with Tyson. I've always been a, a Tyson fan. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always been a Tyson fan. Number one. Mm-hmm. Um. Number two, I, I, you know, as a boxing fan, I've always, I've always, I've been a fan. I've become more and more a fan as he's gotten older uh, and older, um, especially in the last number of years. He's, you know, he did that one man show where he went around. Mm-hmm. Um, he now owns a marijuana ranch mm-hmm. in California. In California, mm-hmm. like apparently a really cool business. Mm-hmm. Um, I listened to his. Podcast a couple times I thought it was just him But it's him and this other guy mm-hmm. um, So it's it's okay But he just He, he It just It just really sounds um, He just He sounds like a really fascinating Like it I think that he The life he's led Has been fascinating So One thing I was watching So Kastamato Who was his first trainer
1: mm-hmm. Yes
0: yeah. specific, and I don't know if it was an interview I saw With him or someone else But I guess he discovered Tyson at 12 or 13 years old. And he specifically saw something in Tyson that was very ferocious. Mm -hmm. And I guess he trained Tyson in a different way than he did other boxers. And one of the things he purposely did was he trained Tyson not to be able to turn off that ferocity.
1: Right. Yeah, I can see that.
0: So the problem, yeah, the problem, though, is Tyson was, you know, 19, 20, 21, this absolutely phenom at such a young age, and he got himself in trouble, including, mm-hmm. you know, raping his wife. Was, 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 was that his wife at the time? I can't remember. Or
1: right. was it was it that, or was it, it beating? What's that? Or was it both? Or was it both? I, I don't remember if it I don't know if it was his wife. I know it was, what um, what was her name? It wasn't. Uh, I should remember her name, um, you know. But especially, uh, God, I, she was on a TV show. I remember that, and uh, God, I, I don't remember. I I do remember there was raping ball, but I don't know if it was his wife.
0: But it, yeah, know. and it, I don't think they called it rape, but I call everything right. rape because you sure. went fuck it. I hate these stupid words. It's like so, so sexual misconduct, or but it's like
1: you know, no, it's inappropriate. Period. Whatever it is. Whatever it know? is, it's fucking, yeah. it's terrible. And it's it's invasive, regardless of what it is. Regardless, and it's yeah.
0: it's it's horrible. And you know, so whatever, whatever. So, so he goes and serves time in prison, and you know, I think he genuinely had a turning point in prison because mm-hmm. he comes out. He, I think, he converted to Muslim. He has that crazy tattoo on his, but like mm-hmm. from all accounts, he actually tried to rehab himself while he was in pre- prison. And I think it was the start of him from what I can kind of attest or, or, or sort of like read that it was his first start of move into like growing into a more well-rounded individual. Now, obviously it took a long time from that point because oh, sure. he still fought Hollyfield afterwards and the biting mm-hmm. the ear thing and, mm-hmm. and whatnot. But when you hear him talk now, He's a very different man well, Than sure, yeah. we sort of have this impression of him in his 20s and 30s right
1: oh for sure but it, i think a lot of that goes back to what you were saying that he was trained as a really young kid you know to to not have a turn off of that you right ferociousness and it carried over unfortunately into, into your right his, his, his private life, life right yeah. whereas it, which you know when you kind of understand that and again I think we all talk about it's like the whole stuff that goes on right now about everybody about the whole cancel culture like if you say yeah. something wrong people just want to bury you.
0: Yeah.
1: Right? As opposed to like hey, let's have this as a learning experience. You know, like like people like right now you're not allowed to learn anymore, right? It's like you make a mistake, you say something stupid, you realize you say something stupid, you become contrite about it and it's like the the one the, the thing that just happened recently with um I don't know if it was um Nick Cannon, and he was talking about uh, on a podcast, and he was talking with another gentleman, and they were talking about the Jews, and he he did make some I don't remember what they were now, but he did make some pretty heavy anti-Semitic remarks. Now I don't know if he was saying them with ill intent, but again, pretty people, some people were pretty offended by it, and. It's like the first thing that I, you know, my first response is, well, I don't think you, I think when somebody says something like that, obviously you want to figure out why somebody said something like that. Are they just uninformed? I mean, are they just uneducated about the subject? I have a feeling he just wasn't necessarily that educated on the subject he was talking about. Kind of like Jimmy the Greek, remember back in the day where he just... Made some really stupid comments and everybody who knew Jimmy the Greek in general, he wasn't a really mean person, but he just made these comments and made him look foolish and he just got buried by him. You know, he tried to wade in an area that he did not have subject matter expertise in. And I think that's kind of how I feel happened with this Nick Cannon remark. Now, you know... Now keep in mind, who runs his podcast is like the, the head of whatever, uh, you know, network or whatever is Jewish, <laughs> you know? Right. Yeah. So my, but I heard something the other day, which was great, which is so true. This, this, this applies for anybody. It applies for any, any person, regardless of your black, white, whatever. And you make a comment that offends people. And, and again, we talk about what, you know, offending is one thing, but let's just say it's something like that. It's, you know, you should be able to learn. We're human beings. That maybe this is a growth learning experience for him. You know, he's going to go through the the public ridicule, and you know, I would be. You know, you want to see somebody react to that and say, "I need to reach out to say the Jewish community and get an understanding of of where I went wrong here." Right? And I, I think people can. I, I what I'm what I'm worried. What I don't like to see now, and it happens everywhere. It's you're done everybody just wants to bury everybody yes and it's like you're telling me you know we're all human beings i mean what we thought at 20 we have a different worldview generally at 40. so you know i find it really hard to hold things against people and you and i were lucky when we were younger we didn't have twitter Fuck, (laughs) so much
0: trouble dude seriously
1: you know, we laugh about it all the time. Going, hey, look, we all made this stupid shit too, but guess what? We didn't have the social media presence you guys have. I mean, it started my like right outside of college for me, right? So it's it's like we didn't have that. But it, but I think about that and say, you know, it, a great example happened down here, and the Kings announcer for many, many, he's been like twenty five years, uh, which was uh, Grant Napier. And he's a guy who's been here since 85 that they came over and he's been a fixture of the community and all that. So he, you know, he has a, uh, a he, he does that. And he also has a radio show, the grant you appear show in the afternoons, which was you know, a lot of Kings talk and things like that. Um, and he's on Twitter and DeMarcus cousins, who obviously now was with the Lakers at the time had made a comment to him saying, you know, what is your take on black lives matter? Now I don't know if that was him being baited, I mean, I don't know, but he made the response, all lives matter, and he was fired for it. And my thought is, is regardless of what your opinion is on the response, all lives matter, I personally don't care for it. I I, I don't think it's necessary. Um, I don't think just because somebody say black lives matter is them implying that white lives don't. So I I don't think it's necessary to try to put a word all in front of it. Um, I think it's just necessary to recognize people are having an issue and have that enough respect to say, I appreciate where you're coming from, you know. So, but it's like you you missed an opportunity here. You know, you couldn't, you know, you you, you decided you needed to bury this guy. I mean, 30 years in the community, you know, very well known in the NBA circles, Um, you know. But the problem is when you get so well known like that, then it's damage control, right? It, it can, but, I, but, I, but I look back and say, and this I think this applies to any, most situations, is that, you know, why aren't we giving somebody the opportunity to learn or to grow or to make a mistake and then become enlightened from that mistake? And it, it, it's, it's like you make a mistake and you say something that people get mad about. It's like people want to just
0: bury you. And well, it's like, it, yeah, well, it's, it's, so, so go it's back weird. To, go back to Tyson on that one. Because right. It, right. It, it, I think there's a really great point around Tyson. Mm. Yeah. So if you remember, because this is some time ago now, but sure. if you remember when Tyson was incarcerated, mm-hmm. um, you know, everyone was like, okay, yeah, go to jail, rot in jail, blah, blah, blah. He was in jail for what, three years, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Served a sentence. Mm-hmm. I don't know that he got out early or not. Not that it matters. The, the system says. You're out, right? And yeah. still people are like blah 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 and it's like yet there seem to be some progress when he comes out. And yet they give him a hard time. Whoa, look at right. him. Is he free? It's like well, what do you want? Now look, exactly. like, there's some heinous, heinous, heinous crimes sure. that we want to look at and go fuck that guy. Right. right. Like Ted Bundy gets oh, caught. Yeah. You're like, fuck that guy.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't need this guy to grow. <laughs> and he's not but going yeah. to, right? Right. Right.
0: But most yeah. people with the right and it's complex. I get super complex. This is not a um it's it's so complex that like you just can't even we're not gonna cover it in this because we're not in this well, sure. conversation. No, it's it's not, not our intention for this one. But right. it's so complex. But the fact of the matter is is that, you know we want to see humans get better. We want to see right. humans get um, um, to a better place for everyone, right? Sure. And yet when they do that, even after they, is that the cancel culture is new now in the word and sort of the the... Uh, the way you are describing just now. But when you look, it's not that new in the sense of like, Tyson got raped over the course. No, yeah. And there's still some people who will say, no, oh, fuck it, he's a rapist. You can't, you can't give that guy time of day. He shouldn't make money or whatever. He shouldn't be a celebrity. He shouldn't be able to make millions or whatever because he was a rapist. And I'm like, that's shit. Everything is nuanced. What he mm-hmm. did was horrible. He went to prison. He served his time. He appeared to and continues to have Bettered himself has it been a straight line probably not He sure but,
1: it, but it's she sure, sure 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 certainly since that really happened though It sure seems not, like he's
0: in a better place today I, as a human being than he it, was 30 years ago
1: yeah. Well, you don't you didn't I mean after the event and after that and then the whole face tattoo weird thing outside of that He you haven't heard about him Like he hasn't been in your face You know in the media and everything about something he was doing and it's like you said now when you see Mike Tyson, whether it be in an interview Mm -hmm. or little snippets, you know, you seem to see a a guy that I I don't think people understood was probably in there, right? Because I think people assumed he was stupid because he kind of has a high talk voice funny. He's got the the lift. Right. He's a very intelligent man. And I, I do think, though, that was what he put his mind to, obviously, in prison. And since then has put himself into that position to where you, I think, would look at him now and I think have a a different view of him as opposed to, you know, does this throw away this kid at at 22 or 23 or whatever it was, you know, and again, doesn't excuse what happened. Never does. Nobody, nobody's making excuses for that. But, you know, life does move on if you serve your time. And you move on and you continue to, he seems to be out of the public eye, meaning in terms of any negativity, you yep. know, and what more do you, what more, it's like an example, Michael Vick is another example. And, you know, what Michael, Vick is a
0: with, gr- Michael Vick is a great example. He's actually.
1: a fantastic example because yes, you know, what happened with those dog fighting things is disgusting. Terrible. It's, it's, horrible. But, but here, you know, there's, and it's like everything, it's nuanced. Here's the because, nuance. Right. Yes it's nuanced because now again it doesn't make doing that okay but when you grow up in a in an, in an environment that this is normal then unfortunately you have things like that continue so well, again yeah, and i think more yeah.
0: importantly is is that people go oh no people people so you hear people on the other side go mm-hmm. you know what that's not normal doing that with animals is not normal and he should have known better
1: well, no, and there's you nothing, and I agree with all, that. You should have that, compassion as that's,
0: well. It's you know? all yeah. fine and fucking dandy to right. sit it's on not, the outside of a circumstance yep. and say, you should know better. But you know what? There's a whole shit ton of Germans who knew better than to gas Jews, but they did it. Exactly. And you know what? Given a circumstance where it was just them and them alone, they would never have done that. But there's this crazy thing that happens in human psyche and, and circumstances. Yeah, it's, and it's My, the, the following
1: mentality, or what do they call it? It's it's it did, yeah. It's I, don't, I don't know what it's properly think called. Or whatever. It's the group it's,
0: think. Yeah. It's the whatever. It's a cultural piece, and you mm-hmm. know, he grew up at it from a, from a kid's thing, and it was terrible and horrible. And it's it's always the what comes out on the other side. Right. And, and, and Michael Vick came out pretty. Have you watched the 30 for 30 about Michael Vick?
1: No, and I, oh. I want to, but I've always had,
0: I've always so felt,
1: and, and number one, you know, I, we're animal lovers and all that, and I totally agree, it's disgusting, but he, he paid his debt, you know, he went to prison for a, a time, he came out of prison, he then worked with like animal rights organizations to better himself, and then he got back into football. And he had a pretty decent rest of his career. He wasn't amazing, but, you know, he was productive and, and still playing for a while after that. But I think you look back and look at the whole scenario and go, look, here's a guy who, you know, obviously made a poor poor choices. And, and, you know, but he seems to have grown from that experience. Um, and a lot of people can say, "Oh, he's just doing that for face value." Well, if you want to, if that's your opinion, fine. I mean, if you're always going to be cynical, and I, I, I agree that you know you should always have compassion and understanding that having two animals fight each other to death is not good. I I don't, I don't disagree with that either. But I also don't disagree when you see somebody that goes with what he went through, uh, and then comes out of it, and you continue to want to make sure in your mind that he never succeeds again. And i'm and i'm right. like that's that's not fair for people i mean that's not fair i mean if he was a bad person or if he continued to do bad things then i, I totally O'Bell. understand Antonio yes O'Bell. i totally understand right you getting fed up with it and going you know what this is ridiculous but when people seem to have had an experience where they hit rock bottom and rightfully so I'm no I am outside went, of you know environmental he fucking, aspects he like went to prison yeah he he earned it i mean he didn't go to prison unwarranted no, you know absolutely and not. so and so you know but it's like everything now it's it's but this is it happens you know whether it's sports or celebrities or just anybody it's like i mean you, you get somebody, especially I feel bad for these kids, you know, who are like getting ready to come into the NFL. You know, they're, you know, nine, they're like 21 and you figure they've been on Twitter since they're like 12. Right. And yeah. imagine yeah. the shit you say as a 12 year old. Or as a 19 like they, year old. Right. It, it's like. Do why? you remember
0: being a 19 year old?
1: You barely, the, but I do. Yeah. Right.
0: The, and right, the only thing that I can genuinely remember now, if I really think about being a 19-year-old, was I was a fucking moron. Oh, yeah. Like, and mm-hmm. and and find me a 19-year-old that's not. You can find me 19-year-olds that are doing well in school, and there's some that have some maturity, but for the most part, especially guys, have no problem admitting it, are a bunch of fucking idiots. Oh, yeah. And... If a 19-year-old kid says something stupid on Twitter or Facebook or Instagram or whatever, and five years later somebody wants to hold against him, I'm like, you're the idiot. Not well, that yeah. guy. Yeah. If they're still saying, like Kevin Hart is a great, another yeah. one. Ten years they want to pull something out and go, see, that's who he is. Now, has he been saying that shit all along? Because if he has been, then I'm you sure. know what? He's an idiot. <laughs> yeah. But he hasn't been. And it's like... And especially like you said, these young kids come to the, N- the NBA or mm-hmm. the NFL or whatever. Mm-hmm, whatever yeah, like you want to, you want to, you want to, you want to give them something like that and that sort of fame, and that kind of money, and then expect for them to be like 100% poignant. Like, come on, right? Yeah,
1: that's a lot to ask. Especially with the NBA, because there's because the NBA, you can if you're the cream of the crop, talent wise, you can get in at eighteen, nineteen, twenty. Yeah, it's crazy. Whereas mainly with NFL, yes, you see some players get in there right before their junior year. Sometimes yeah, they're sophomores, couple. but it's very rare. I mean, most of the guys have been there. Well, now the NFL has the rule, right? You have to be at you have to finish at least two years of college. So you have to be going into your third or something like that. So you can't get, get going as a freshman anymore <laughs> you, know, or you or they'd stop that. But I mean, NBA, especially because... You have the ability, I mean, obviously, if you're of that talent and potential, that you could be on an NBA roster at like 19, like Kobe was or Kevin Garnett or whatever. Yeah, they only
0: have to do one year, they only have to be 19 years old. Imagine, like,
1: LeBron was the same thing. And imagine, you know, how many people that came out when they're 19, and not everybody gets drafted at 19. Some get drafted at 19 and they flame out. You know, you have those examples. But, I mean, look at the guys that came in. And, and it really gives you a respect factor of how – I mean, granted, they were kids. But it still makes you go LeBron, Kobe, um, Kevin Garnett, uh, just to name a few that, you know, yeah, they were, they were in essence, babies when they were in the NBA. And, you know, they they kind of matured pretty quickly
0: <laughs> you well, know, in you terms know, of that. I, we were talking about this today. You talk about LeBron. Mm-hmm. You know, other than once in a while, he's got a little political thing to say, which whatever. Sure. I, I and then everybody,
1: you can and, say whatever you want. I his, mean, is, it's, his it's, are yeah,
0: pretty I minor, say. right? Like, yeah, I'd say. All yeah, things considering. Yeah. Sure, sure. All yeah. things considering the platform he has, because he is arguably he, exactly. top five most well-known athletes in the world.
1: Oh, easily. I'd say he's probably top three
0: yeah him just just
1: off the top of your head very quickly
0: him yeah. Lewis Hamilton you know the F1 racer um mm-hmm. Cristiano Ronaldo
1: like right football, you know, yeah, some football players yeah and, yeah and
0: not even football players because football's not big out of the U.S. right
1: well just meant soccer but yeah well oh, you're no, right yeah like but I mean even we know who Ronaldo is yeah, over Cristiano here Cristiano Ronaldo right, right? like Lewis right. Hamilton, David Beckham like, just did. as an easy example
0: yeah right. like it's so you know LeBron's up there because basketball is worldwide right sure so right. The fact that he is thirty six now, thirty seven. Mm-hmm, Yeah, and he has name a controversy about LeBron James, and and You're, you know the decision doesn't count because I don't yet. Yeah, that's that I don't just, think that, that was a dumb marketing. Yeah, I, I don't a, think that's
1: that. a controversy. Wasn't I just think that was a stupid idea. But that's yeah. not a controversy. No. Controversy is making a an absurd statement or
0: cheating on or, your wife like Kobe r- did.
1: Right, right, exactly. More,
0: right. No, you you
1: really can't. The only Nothing. time I think people can point at anything. And I think it's a stretch is, like you said, I can't remember off the top of my head, when he would make maybe a political comment, which I think for the most part, given his stature and given, you know, how How long he's been. Right. Well, I do think to a certain level, especially now in the times we're in being an African-American, I I don't I don't think he needs to shut up and play. I I don't think that's a fair thing to do. uh,
0: He's he's too big.
1: Right. And and but I, you know, again, I I always look at and there's always that edge where I don't want to just I'm not one of those people who says I want my actors actors to act and shut up. I want my I want my sports players to just shoot the ball and shut up. Well, that's that's they're they're, they're human beings. They're not just assets here. I mean, they're not, you know, so they have a right to be engaged and have an opinion. Now, that opinion can make them get into trouble with people, but, they, but they're but, permitted right. to do so. Sure. But it's yeah. like
0: like the, the whole it's a, it's a risk
1: reward thing I mean you yeah. say something people don't like I mean that's kind of on you as well right you know so how the I mean, NBA
0: players have, were allowed to put like on the back instead of their name to put mm-hmm. something on the back of their jersey mm-hmm. and LeBron said he wasn't going to do it and everyone freaked out I'm like read the fucking story people because yeah, it's just, debi- yeah, don't, don't like, take a snippet <laughs> yeah well because everyone reads it and goes LeBron refuses to put saying or, lo- or whatever on the back of jersey I'm like no no hold on a second here Make sure you read the whole story. Because what it was is the NBA had like 20 or something like that mm-hmm. approved things. And LeBron's like, no, I, if I'm going to do this, i want to put mine. Right. Not what you say I should say. Right. Which is a
1: very fair statement, especially right. given his stature.
0: Well, and given that the whole point of it is to say something that you think is important. Is important. Right. And to you. And to you. And basically <laughs> right. LeBron's saying is, you're telling me what to say. Right, I don't, care you, I don't care that you give me twenty or thirty options or whatever the thing is. You're telling me what to say, and he's right. He's a hundred percent right. Actually, no yeah. doubt he's right because the fact is, if you're going to go out there and put it, make a statement on your jersey, you don't want it to be the NBA statement with right. something that is a socially charged issue. You want it to be yours. And right. like you said, his stature is that he is the NBA. Oh yeah, like absolutely. He is the yeah. actually. So moving moving from a. Uh, Or just taking weird left hand. So, you know, they're all in that like NBA bubble, right? Like they're all playing at like one place or whatever.
1: Yeah, apparently. Yeah, I haven't watched any. I heard it. I haven't really paid much attention. So,
0: they're all playing at this one like sort of bubble of NBA, right?
1: Mm -hmm, Sure.
0: (laughs) Do you want to hear an awesome, awesome, crazy stat? Sure. Apparently, that bubble, they're getting approximately a thousand Amazon deliveries a day. (laughs)
1: Oh my god, <laughs> that's funny.
0: <laughs> it's. I mean, there's 300 and some odd there, so that means right. on average, by players alone, they're getting like three a day. But that's appara- crazy. Yeah. Apparently, they're getting things like it's been things like refrigerators and like <laughs> like like you name it has arrived.
1: Oh, my gosh. Well, that's why the rest of our packages are slowed up. Because <laughs> they're all getting diverted there.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: Time. All, the, all their time.
0: Well, it, it, it's... That's funny.
1: You know, interesting. Talking about statements, it was like there was an Orlando Magic player, I think yesterday or the day before, who stayed standing. He was a black black guy. Yeah. And and I mean, that's important to know because of, of the times of what is, you know, he was standing and everybody else was kneeling. But to be fair, the two guys that were kneeling next to him both were holding his legs. So it was, they were still embracing him, right? And I'm looking at it going, and, and he, and his, I, I don't, I think his story was, is something that either his father or something is in law enforcement. So I mean, whatever, you have your own personal choice. But here's here's what I thought was interesting everybody has that right for freedom of speech right expression because they were talking about well yes you know whether you like whether you feel the national anthem is the right place to kneel is your own personal choice sure i don't particularly care for it but it's not for me to tell you what you can and can't do and i'm also not going to hold it against you so that for the same token though I've been kind of monitoring. I want to watch this story because I want to see if it's a matter of you're not going on company lines and so we're going to try to bury you. Mm -hmm. And it's like, wait a minute here. You know, wait a minute. Time out. You can't have it both ways. You can't say we want the right to have this expression. Now, I still don't think on a basketball court, on a football field, or a baseball field is the appropriate place to do that kneeling. That's my personal opinion, but I'm not going to bury you for it. You know, I mean, it's just a personal thing, but... I want to see, is this a one-sided thing? Oh, you don't want to kneel because you're, you know, it's the the typical response. Oh, you must not care about social justice. Well, that's a crap statement. Everybody knows it's a crap statement. Just because I don't do what you want me to do means that I don't support what's going on out there. Right. It's it's just crazy. What's what's the
0: guy's name that you're talking about? Um, Because he didn't kneel and he didn't wear the BLM shirt, right?
1: No, yeah, he stood. I mean, he was very, you know, he. Everybody. It was a very cool picture. I gotta find it here.
0: I actually. I, look it up right I actually now. watched. Okay. There's um. If you. you I follow go. Sports Center on on Instagram, and his mm-hmm. um the post game interview talked with him about it. Right. He was yeah. very. He was very. His name oh, is sorry.
1: uh, Isaac. Uh, I think it's his last name is Isaac. No, I gotta look. Uh, Jonathan it. Isaac is his name. Jonathan
0: Isaac. Jonathan Isaac. Let's
1: yes. See. yeah here's here's what's but this this gives you a good example of the media world which you and i know we're both not fans nope. of the media no nope. this is fox news's headline because the same young man uh tore his acl like yesterday in in play okay mm-hmm. here's their title magic's jonathan isaac who stood for national anthem while others knelt suffers acl so what does that have any relevance of whether he's Took out his ACL.
0: Uh, the only thing I might say is, if he, just in terms of recognition, maybe, just re- like, oh yeah, that guy, because he's he's not a big name player, right? So, it but could, I, it just it could yeah. be around that. I
1: I still think it's a little tasteless. Yeah, I still think it's 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 a cl- it's a clickbaity. Oh look at what happened! It's almost like it, it it gives the aura of, oh look, here's the guy that you shouldn't root for because he didn't stand tore his ACL. It's like, well, you don't need to remind us the kid tore his ACL, but I, I understand there may be other, like you said, he's not necessarily a known person, uh, but it does make you eye those things and go, this is the crap that nothing ever is going to change until this crap stops. Right. And it's like the media has been doing this forever and it's just heightened over the past four to seven years, depending. And it's just like, I just expect you to start doing things. I, look, I understand the media is going to have their bias. Whatever channel I'm watching is going to have a slant. I totally understand that. But for God's sakes, can we not be as slanted as you are? <laughs>
0: you know. Yeah, no, I, I see what your point is. And, and, and yeah. of course, I, the, the, the skeptic in me, the cynical in me says, mm-hmm. you're probably right. But there's also the, well, there's also the part of yeah. me that says, you know, like, it could just be like, hey, Jonathan Isaac is not exactly a well-known dude. sure sure like i didn't know he was and i'm
1: willing to accept that as being a fair response If somebody if that was if fox news was if this if this fox news was asked that and that's what they said their response was i would accept it i mean i wouldn't say that's crap i would say okay i'm I'm not one to judge whether that's logical or not you're the ones that's your line of work and i understand that and he's you know you're right he's a known commodity for that at this specific time so if that's what their response was i wouldn't I wouldn't be upset at it. So his just, his
0: response, damn. by the way, for not, mm-hmm. and I just sent you the link for the, the video, you mm-hmm. can watch it, but he said, I sure. believe, so for him not, regarding his decision to stand and not wear a BLM shirt was, I believe the so he's black, sure. as you said, yeah. which is right. key because we're not talking about, we're talking about a black man, right? I believe that Black Lives Matter. Kneeling or wearing a Black Lives Matter t-shirt don't go hand in hand when supporting black lives, which if okay. that's where he is, he right or wrong. There's, there's no such thing, no. but if that's what, where he but stands, that's his, that's his choice. That's where, if that's where he stands on it, right, mm-hmm. then that's where he stands on it. And I think that's, I think it's cool. I mean, it's, it probably takes a little bit of guts for him to, to do oh, that, especially surrounded by mostly black men that are on, on his team.
1: But here, but, to be fair though, the picture is actually really awesome. If you look at the picture, um, I gotta find it there's a, the picture of him is he's standing but the his the people the, the gentleman on his left and right are both kind of holding on to his legs yeah yeah like you would like you would if you were kneeling you hold hands so yeah. even though he was standing the picture itself was powerful because not only was he standing his teammates were support they weren't like shunning him they 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 you know they still embraced him in this picture and i thought you know what that's good that's good you know, that is a that picture right there is what people need to look at. Is somebody not going along with necessarily what may they may feel is the company line. But it just it's just because they don't do that doesn't mean they don't support think,
0: Well what I know? see there's a guy thinking for himself.
1: Yeah, exactly. Whether he's and again think, yeah. whether
0: he's right or wrong sure. is not the point. Right? right? He's he's thinking for himself. And he's and watch the video later. Because yeah. it shows him being interviewed, and he's, he's clearly articulate about his thoughts.
1: Sure. I, I, I think it falls in the line of like what LeBron. Similar aspect, meaning not, LeBron's set Setter's different. But just in of the course. aspect of yeah. a free-thinking person not wanting to have a certain way or be told this is how you need to express it.
0: No. And hey, I, hey, I think social, that's a very it's, it's social justice time. Here's how you're going to be social justice warrior. Or you know, right. we're socially uh, active. It's like, no, no, no. Like, if I'm going to do it, I'm right. going to do it in a way that and, makes and, sense And, you know, it always...
1: Like, like I said, I, I personally do not think that during the national anthem is probably the appropriate time. I think you could have made your point doing it immediately before and then standing for the national anthem. I don't know. You could have done other things. But that being said... I but don't the, sit but, there. I
0: mean, the National anthem thing, you know, starting with Kaepernick, mm. it is impactful. And, you know, we can you, agree with it or not. Sure. One thing you have to agree with is people talk about it. And the whole point of protesting or bringing attention to something is to get people to talk about something. Even the quote-unquote bad press, you know, Colin sure. Kaepernick, you know, took shit for, still takes shit for that one hard. Mm. But you know what? People that give him shit still are talking about it. So it's you know, agree or disagree, the point of having done what he mm-hmm. did and it continues to now it's this bigger movement right. right with a lot of people. The fact is is that people are talking about what and I think there I think there is I think there's some fringe people on the side of not supporting this kneeling during the anthem mm-hmm. that don't understand or refuse to or whatever to see the point. Like there's people go, Colin Kaepernick, he is, uh, he's disrespecting the military. And it's like,
1: Fuck well, that's up. not, if uh, he said d- he was just, then I'd have a problem with it. But that's not what his thing was about.
0: It's because pe- people, and of course, it's the right, especially the far right, that, that, that wants mm-hmm. to tie together, not standing for the flag and the right. anthem means you're not standing for your country. So the military, uh, and it's like, no, 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 no.
1: I don't even mm-hmm. think the far right. And I, and I say that actually respectfully. There, there's a lot of people in this country, and I don't necessarily disagree with them, that – that and I, just because you – here's my, my point, sorry, is simply just because you don't feel – you feel, say, you should stand the national anthem doesn't mean you're a right winger. That's all no, I'm no, saying. No, no, no. Right, right, And I don't I know I'm that's saying, not what I'm you saying, meant. You no,
0: know, what yeah. I'm saying is the people right. who tied it to the military sure, tend to sure. be on the right.
1: Because that was never a part of it. That was never – That was you not know, his thing. And He was was
0: very clear about why he was doing exactly because he was he was wanting to bring attention to inequality and injustices more typically around police Mm -hmm. brutality when it came to black people. He was very clear that that's what he was protesting and then it got turned into this whole bullshit now that fortunately most of that rhetoric has gone away.
1: Yes, and and, and,
0: and yeah. I don't think that anyone, whether they agree or disagree with the kneeling or whatever, understands or misunderstands rather that why people do it during that time. Mm-hmm. They understand why they're doing it and the purpose of the protesting, what they're calling attention to. And I think that that's again, agree, disagree with it doesn't matter. I think the people right. even to disagree have a a fairly clear, other than the people that are just head in the sand idiots. Right. Um, well, just you can I can agree those, with those I understand. <laughs> I can agree that I
1: understand why it was done, but doesn't necessarily mean I have to agree that that was maybe totally. the best way to do it. But to be fair, I'm, that's not and for that's, me that's, to choose that's called, for somebody else to do. A reasonable person, Right. And that's not for me. How I feel you need to do something is how you need to do it. I am also not going to necessarily, you know, disrespect your ability to have, be a free thinking individual. Well, you know, that's, in terms and that's the thing that.
0: about your country and my country yeah. is that, that's the way it's supposed to be. It's supposed right. to be that we can do and say things that are contrary to what other people say mm-hmm. and, and, and have the respect from one another that we get to do that. Yeah. Whether we agree with one another, right. that's a whole different point. But yeah. it's, that goes back to that cancel culture. If you don't agree with me, I'm canceling you and fuck you, you don't get to talk. Right. Well, well it's yeah, horseshit. Exactly. It, yeah. It's
1: it's horseshit. The, the end result, very simply, with all of it, is is that, like I said, I I don't necessarily agree that it's the best platform. But that being said, just because I don't agree with it doesn't mean it's wrong, and it just means, and I'm allowed, just like right, of you're course. allowed to think. And, I'm and allowed was, to and not and,
0: agree with it, and, and I want to have that conversation with you. But why you don't? Right and that's an you know, important part too, right? Sure.
1: And 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 here's the thing, even if you have a conversation with somebody, it doesn't necessarily mean it's about changing minds, but if you could understand where they're coming from, doesn't and whether or not somebody agrees like you could have two completely opposite viewpoints, but just because they think a certain way, they're not hurting anybody with that, right? It's it's like okay, someone thinks a certain way and you know, someone thinks you should stand. Someone thinks you shouldn't. You have this conversation, and two people may not were, may not end up having the same, you know, opinion as it ends. But that doesn't mean that anybody has been affected by that in a negative way, right? It's in, like in that
0: context, for sure. It's right. like okay, so I was having a conversation with somebody today, mm-hmm. very very amicable, and it was funny because they said something like uh, "blah blah blah." As long as you are not a Trump supporter, and I was like, "So, I think that's crazy." And they're like, "What?" I was like. I'm not saying i'm a trump supporter but one of the things that that is driving me nuts is this whole all or nothing thing right and yeah and why do you why do you want to label like millions of people well okay so there's a couple things that's but but i agree with i mean it's something but but there's this one i'm like okay so here's you know i've I've definitely kept close to this because you know here we are we're going to come up to an election real soon holy fuck, is it going to come fast yeah it is And and I'll say and I've come and I think I've become more and more salient on how I feel about and I know Mm -hmm. we didn't we weren't going to talk about politics but 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 here's but it's sort of I think it fits with what you're talking about Mm -hmm. so this is what drives me nuts with people who hate Trump. It's almost hard to have a conversation with somebody to say so let's peel back the layers of this.
1: Sure. Yeah.
0: So let's separate him personally from politically and people have a hard time doing that. Sure, And I go, well, here's, but here's why I want to do that. Because politically, if you look objectively, does him personally affect what he does politically? Hmm. Maybe, maybe not. Right. But I will say this. There are some things that politically he's done or has tried to do. I think he's been ineffective about the Mm -hmm. thing, the main thing I'm going to talk about, which is unfortunate because the thing is on the right track Mm -hmm. is his stance with China. Sure. Yeah. But try to get someone who just hates him to admit that he has but the that, right... That he ha, that he has a point or something, well, right? Like, well, no, to a certain has, level. Right. Or that he's right. Right, yeah. Which I think he's right. I think his sure. stance on standing up to China, as challenging as it is because as embed bed any Western country is with China, with manufacturing, sure. et cetera, et cetera, et, oh, et yeah. cetera. That's very difficult because you don't want to ruffle those feathers and, 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 and ruin some relationship with China. There still needs to be some standing up to China. And he's yeah. doing it. Now... Is he effective at it? That's a different question. Right. That's but not he's, the same question, but yes. But he's on but he's on the right track. Now, right. Is he a piece of shit human being? Hmm.
1: No. again, peel the layers. Each th- person's gonna have their own choice on that. Y- but, yeah. but
0: But I think but I, I think that I think that where, where some of the things are that, that that really get in the way of him trying to be successful, if we want to say there are some places he can be successful, genuinely. Mm-hmm. I think that him as a personality gets in the way of that sure and i think that that's where if you start talking with a, a hater right and same thing on the obama side or whatever like that's
1: whoever it may be it's not just it yeah trump is just a really extreme example and he's, because and he's, the he's cur- very and he's, polarizing and he's the current one but he's also a lot more polarizing than even obama or bush or whoever even if you were sure. not fans of those two guys presidentially there didn't seem to be this knee-jerk just well anger and, sometimes, and, and, and but trump you know? has
0: also trump has also mm-hmm. purposely oh sure curated oh, yeah. that he has oh, yeah. done that purposely oh yeah and and that's why i you know that's why i say and i said it before in our conversations he is likely the greatest campaigning politician of all time when it comes to just strictly campaigning to win well sure right never, you're never looking at
1: a, you're looking at a specific thing you're just, you know right. and and the problem is people can't hear that from you without saying you know, and thinking about everything else, you're like, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about well, this very, very specific. Yeah. Who else? Um, did you guide me to the Rogan podcast interview? Was it the guy who wrote Dilbert?
0: I might have, but yes, very good.
1: He wait, where the, where it's pers- very similar. Pers- his his yeah, his person, opinion his, yeah, his, his, his opinion was right. His opinion that Donald Trump from what he has seen and yep. his experiences and what he studied and, and what he is, is that is one of the most effective persuasive yes. personalities that yes. he's ever seen. And that doesn't mean it's a good thing. It, it doesn't, doesn't mean he's,
0: that he was right. not saying he's a great political candidate. No, he's not he's saying not. he's a great viable mm. candidate for president no. and and whether that's true or not, that was not his point. And, and you're right. That's my point as well. Right. That's, that's not, that's not what I'm saying. But the problem is that people um that can't that, get past the first part of the conversation yeah yeah and it's like well i hate him so much I'm like that's not helpful and that's the problem is is that he actually wants that yeah because trump knows that for every person that he can get to just vocally hate him he will get at least one other person somewhere to mm-hmm. back him up just get,
1: pure well you know who said contrarian. it was uh,
0: was uh elon elon musk just
1: recently he, he said in one of his recent tweets, he's, I like, he's an interesting guy, but he said, his tweets are hilarious lately. Yeah, they are. They're great. But he basically said, the left needs to understand it's losing the middle.
0: Yeah, it's the to middle. To a certain the, level. The, and I don't think the, that's, the, and I'm not talking specifically because yeah. of
1: Trump. I'm also thinking a lot of that's because of the social justice situations and the constant bombardment, you know, by upper level let's just say, like the Pelosi's, people like that, I think people are, I think what's happening is, uh, his tweet's very poignant because he, he it does make some sense in a
0: very the, simple way. The, le- the left does more of eating its own than the right does. Oh, right did
1: you hear what they're doing with the, yeah, and if you watch that, because, you know, we we all, we follow Titiana McGrath, which is fantastic. Uh, but here's the thing. I just saw something the other day about J.K. Rowling, right? J.K. Rowling's you know has been in the media many many times in the past um with with tweets uh, that i wouldn't say are controversial but she was they kind of made a joke out of her a while that every she would always come out and say a new harry potter character was gay or something <laughs> right because it was just like this constant like explanation yeah. but you know apparently now the, the 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 left is going after her now too but it's like you can't well, be you left enough you're gonna eat book? your own you know at some point i haven't seen the whole story i just saw a little bit of it it's, and it's i'm like crazy. well but I, just, but I see, I understand it from a level of, because I've heard this many, many times um, from like Rogan and people like that who, you know, with their guests of like Tim Dillon and saying specifically that, look, you know, the left eventually gets so left it eats itself, <laughs>
0: you know? And it's so the like... Pro- the problem too yeah. is is that the cancel culture, which generally stems from the left, mm-hmm. is a little bit on the right, but not very much. Not as heavy, but it is no. there. Yeah, um, it can the, be, but yeah. The... the, the it's usually a reaction to the left, but the the left cancels. It. So they try to cancel. It. There's, there's almost some people you can't be too progressive or too leftish or too woke. So the problem is they, they, they they challenge the, their own selves, yeah. which is which is pretty wild. But you know, um, back to sort of a sports thing, which is sort of related. Mm. Um, sure. The the one thing that I've 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 been I've been really happy about when you and and it's pretty cool is. There's all this, there's all these sports leagues that have, uh, I don't, in my mind this tied together, but I guess it doesn't, <laughs> it
1: doesn't just, matter. You're allowed. It just
0: made, it just made me think uh, you've had I, made
1: good segues before, sir. I've You're allowed to fumble every once I in can a while. Fumble this one. But
0: one thing I'm really <laughs> glad to see from the sports world is athletes that are opting out of yeah. league play. I am too. That not one of them seems to have been given a hard time. No. Um, I th- there was one there's one guy who didn't and somebody gave him a hard time for, for the most part like like there's been some super obvious ones like obviously for our team for the Giants right Posey's not playing right and not a I mean not a person his was say. definitely understandable Pre- premature twins that he right. adopted and, and they'd coat, lost and,
1: and before coat. in the in a situation so this is well they very,
0: didn't lose the child though the well, the child it was, was an adoption thing adoption think, and a couple days right. later the um took the child back okay um but yeah, so they went. To, but, that's a tragedy for them in, in a particular sure. way, right? But in this one, where mm-hmm. um, you know they have twins, they're premature. You know, you know, obviously health risks for for premature children is is higher than it is for um, um, for regular you know births. Mm-hmm. So you know, they're like, no, I'm not putting myself at risk. And it's like, well, who's going to say you know you're you're some kind of jerk or anything like that? Well. Um, so that one was obvious, but now we're just seeing, you know, players
1: NFL a lot, especially yeah,
0: a now. lot of involved players, right?
1: Well, did you hear about what is it, Cespedes, Yoenis Cespedes, or the uh, Mets?
0: I know, I know, but
1: that he well, yeah, apparently he just like left his hotel room, like basically like nobody knew, and he just didn't show up to the game, and they went to his oh, hotel really? room, and it was cleaned out, and he's basically like, I'm opting out. Like he texted somebody later, it's really like, weird, oh, I didn't weird, that. yeah, and that was kind of the newish one, yeah, but it was kind of that, it was something like that, and I went, oh, that's. Okay, but I, I'm with you. I, my personal opinion is, look, I think sports are important. They're important just from yeah. an aspect of social, you know, of, of entertainment because we need to have entertainment. And But here's the thing. I, I am completely... If they just literally said, okay, you know what? We're not trying. We're just going to stop till next year. I'm fine with it, <laughs> you know? I mean, this whole, like, starting late or getting a minimal, like, it, it just seems like... I don't know. It just isn't worth it to me especially with everything that's going on and, and all that. I and I look, if a player has a right if they were given the option to opt out, then I don't think anybody should matter if they do. That's their choice. Now, what that how that entails like are they paid for? I don't know what the heck happens. That's not my my deal. But look, like the Posy situation it's fair, but you know, you also given the circumstances, I don't think you really owe anybody an explanation, especially with what's been going on. I mean, look. Co- the reality is, COVID in general is not more deadly than stuff we've have really had. But I understand, you know, why now we look. It's important to pay attention. It's important to still actively participate in all of this, you know, uh, without like fighting about a mask. I mean, but the reality I see some of it is, videos, <laughs> dude, they're hilarious. I am going to wear my Boba Fett mask one of these days when it's not so hot here, though. I'm just going to roll through.
0: <laughs> it's um that's so awesome it's great so for, so for people who haven't seen you you've posted that one on on the money one mono um no i haven't Instagram. i will though
1: I'll, I'll post it tonight though
0: okay so the, so, yeah, ma- that's so make sure that you do i will uh, um because <laughs> it's so yeah, awesome. Cause
1: it's, <laughs> it's awesome but you know it's it's like i'm okay if they said hey baseball like hey look we're we're done you know we're basketball or football coming up look and with the, the rate people are dropping out I, i'm like why do it You know, I mean, I get it to a certain level. I mean, if if people want to play and they're allowed to play, go for it. But part of me just goes, it just isn't that important at this exact moment. And why don't we just stop and let this all kind of ride out and then get ready for next year or next season? You know, I, I just I don't see the point at this point to do modified like the NBA is doing like a. 30 or 35 game season, or something, you know, it's like, I don't know, it just seems way more hassle than it's worth at this point. So, you know, I mean, there's a lot of inner workings going on with that and all that stuff. It's easy for me to say because I'm not a player, you know, or an owner or whatever, but
0: you know, still, yeah, I just, I don't know. You know, I mean, I've definitely, as we've gone along, the whole COVID thing has not got me worried as much as people. I think
1: I don't think it's something you ignore, but I also don't think it's something you flip and pull a ripcord on, <laughs> you know.
0: So yeah, it's that's all. Oh, we, uh, I think
1: there's a middle ground that can be had very easily by doing that, for sure. So, yeah,
0: for sure. I mean, so again, back to the, you know the players. Mm-hmm. I, I'm sure. glad to see people aren't like freaking out that players are opting yeah, out and stuff Me too. Sort of I think it's good. Um, although I think it's interesting, you know, the reactions, to some of the sports about how they're changing, how they're doing mm-hmm. some things, and the NBA didn't really change anything. I mean, I'm a big F1 racing fan and they, Mm -hmm. you know, they, the racing has continued as normal. Um, but baseball is one that's changed rules, like significant rules to continue Mm -hmm. with, with the season. And so the, there's two rules that they've enacted to ensure that, you know, less injuries and games Mm -hmm. don't go as long. Um, just in, in this whole COVID time, which makes sense to me. Mm -hmm. Um, so I've heard that one so the so I've when I was reading about it and learned about it and you know heard everything was announced. So for those people who love baseball like we do, you mm-hmm. would know that there's no time limit to a baseball game, it can literally go forever. Yeah, no, they don't because in extra innings, somebody scores and then and, and then you know the game ends. Yeah, but, but
1: there's been 18 inning games, which is two straight yeah. baseball games played back to so. back. that's right. And yeah. What's
0: the longest game ever? Twenty two, twenty three. Right, twenty two or
1: twenty three innings, or something. something like that.
0: that. That's you know, not the norm, obviously. For right. sure, it's not. But they, you know, they said, okay, you know, so that we don't have in a shortened season and this whole thing, you know, that we don't have these problems. When extra innings come, the the team that is up to bat gets puts a player on second base. Just mm-hmm. put a player on second, which of course increases the um, the chance of scoring by I, mm-hmm. I don't know what the percentage is, but like a gigantic amount. Sure, of course. Especially, late, I, yeah. especially late in the game. Sure. Um, so I agree with that. I like that. Now, somebody there was some blog or whatever article. They're like, ah, will they keep this. I'm like, they won't. And, yeah, that's. And if they did, I might stop watching baseball. Yeah, just exactly. Out of sheer whatever. I, I wouldn't, but you know that's how I feel about it that strongly. But they're not going to keep that. That one's not going to. That one's not going to stay. We know that. Mm-hmm. But. This year, they enacted the universal designated hitter. So, both leagues, for the first time in its history, the National League has a designated hitter. And I read. Some, I'm a f- I like it personally. No, fuck off. Mike, <laughs> come on. You're better You're better than that.
1: No, I'm not. You are, How you many are, times you are does a pitcher come hu- up and you're, and you're like. You're a better human being.
0: Fucking A. <laughs> you're, a better, you're a better human being than to accept the the, the designated hitter rule as a National League fan. Why? You're a better human being than that, Mike. Don't don't tell yourself that you're bad enough to fall for that. Why push-up.
1: do I want to watch okay. the pitcher struggle most of the time?
0: Okay, so Just because
1: it's it's gamesmanship. Because yeah. Yeah. or I don't think there should be difference. I think you go one way or the other. Meaning so, it's all the same. Great, so and, no designated right.
0: hitter. Perfect. Fine,
1: I would be fine if you okay. did that. Okay. So I'd here's but,
0: but here's why no designated hitter is better. Because mm-hmm. when you get to games that matter, which are, is not most of the year. Well, sure. I shouldn't say that all games matter because right. in the but end. Yeah. But when you come down to the ones like okay, in September or in the playoffs mm-hmm. and you have a okay, so let's let's talk about two pitchers specifically, okay? You're in the seven we'll talk about two pitchers who historically, especially in the playoffs, go deep or complete games. Okay. We're gonna talk about one who is a national league. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna talk about one that's in the American League. Although one's in the national league now, but mm-hmm. he started his career in the American League. Madison Bumgarner. Mm-hmm. When Madison Baumgartner comes up to bat. You're not. Know, he's not. Oh, he's, no. He's not one of your best hitters, of course. No, but he can rake. <laughs> but he can hit home runs and he can hit the ball. And you have to pitch to him. And yeah, exactly. As a more importantly, as a manager, so it's the seventh inning. Right. You have to plan for it. Right. You don't have to plan with Madison Baumgartner. He comes up to bat in the seventh inning. He's said you know, he's pitching really well. It's mm-hmm. deep in the game. You know, he's going to pitch just as well in the eighth and the ninth.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're just going to let him hit.
0: You can let him hit. If you got a
1: guy on second base with one out. You might actually let him hit maybe, rather than maybe
0: you're down a run, maybe you're tied. Right. You know he's not a liability like like most pitchers, right? Right. right. Okay. Yeah. So exactly. part of the part of the strategy as managers on both sides of that of that field is that, you know, as a, as an opposing manager, you're like, "Shit, we have to pitch to him. Can't pitch around him."
1: Right. exactly. Right. And you can't and the guy can hit it out meaning yeah. if you i mean he hit it off kershaw a couple times Twice. i mean it's it's yeah it's it's no joke so i think he,
0: I think he has the most home runs in the last five or six years anyway yeah, he regardless yeah. he can hit right so the point is is that as a manager Bochy, you know when he was manager mm-hmm. not, you know not kaplan now but um or kaplan now like you can go hey we don't need to worry about this he's not a liability right so you don't have to think oh shit we need a batter right now and but we also need Baumgartner because he's such a great pitcher right now and he's mm-hmm. having a great game. What do we do? Right? You don't have to worry about that. Okay, so now let's go to another phenomenal pitcher who goes late and is good as good late as he is early mm-hmm. but can't hit for fucking to save his <sighs> life. Justin Verlander. Oh yeah. Right? No. So Justin Verlander, you're in the seventh same situation. Seventh inning, you're down a run, you're tied. Verlander comes up or you know he's coming up, but he's a liability because he's not yeah. going to hit the ball. Right. Yeah, he's not even gonna. He's not going to
1: put it in play. Where look, you put the ball in play, anything can happen. You know. Yeah.
0: Right. Yeah. But Verlander, he's it's, the chance he's going to get a hit is about as slim as, as the risk. <laughs> it's like a movie. It's called Less Than Zero. It's called Less Than Zero. <laughs> That's right. However, do you want to take him out knowing that in in a very close game, in an important close game? He's the guy who's going to make a difference on that other side. Exactly. So that's why the designated hitter rule sucks in my opinion because it takes away a particular part of the game that is hugely strategic. Now, I get it. I, I understand. When it comes to the optics of the game and the fun of the game and bringing in fans that don't have the depth of knowledge that we have or the love of sort of that knowledge and peace that we have, I get it. You're bringing, we're not most people. We're not most fans that they're trying to bring. The fans that like us that have this, like, especially, I'll speak for me, the the fan that's like me that loves this is going to stick around with baseball. They're not trying to draw me in to be a fan. The ones they're trying to draw in are the ones who don't look at baseball like I do. Right. That want to see, because the, they want to see hit, good hitting all, like, they want to see the, that designated hitter come up and probably hit in the three, four, or five spot. Yeah, exactly. Right, sixth spot, second spot, whatever the wherever you designate hitters hitting, right? Not in the ninth sure. spot, right? So, I I get it. If it sticks around, though, I'll be like, fuck. Like, I don't know.
1: I I'm I'm kind of the aspect that you keep it or you lose it. Whatever for me, it, it, it's the end result is if they took it away in two years from now, are you still going to care? Really? I mean, once it's one things go and you just keep going, my, you know, uh, don't you I'll party? Play. Yeah. Uh, the, me, uh, well, me. yeah, you'll hold a grudge. You're like that.
0: <laughs> we'll fucking hold a grudge against baseball.
1: My dad held a grudge against baseball after the strike. He never watched baseball again after the strike in like the 80s. He was done. Like he, my dad wasn't a huge sports fan anyways, but what he did, a little watch he did. He'd never watched. He, and I kid you not. I give him a lot of props. He never watched it ever again. Really? <laughs> like he it was impressive, actually. Yeah, he never watched it again after they struck. He he didn't agree with it, and he uh, he just you know really? everybody's their own reason. I don't remember specifically why he didn't agree with it, but it was he was like I'm done. And he, I kid you not, I never saw him ever. And he my, again, my dad was not a huge sports fan in the first place, but what he did watch was baseball uh, when he did watch it, and he was done. Never watched it again ever. Never talked about it either. Is interesting give him a lot of credit that's a lot of that's a lot of willpower <laughs> to do that that's <laughs> uh, a stubborn. <laughs> yeah and it's it's just funny but i'm like and i know and I, I know a lot of people that in that time period you know my dad in that time period was you know so it was in the rough 80s so you know he was God, let's see. I was I was only seven or eight. He was like he was like in yeah. it was like wasn't that like the mid eighties or late eighties or something like
0: that. Hold on, so hold on a second here. We're talking about the same thing, right?
1: Well, there was the strike,
0: right? The baseball strike. Maybe it was the nineties. Was the Nineties. Ninety-three. No, okay. That's what it was. Ninety-four. Because it was. it was that strike. Yeah, yeah sorry, no, I was, I was like, hold on, because because remember the Blue Jays won two yes. years in a row and then they went, went on strike. Right. So it was ninety-two, ninety-three that the Blue Jays won the World Series, and then of course, who was the team, the hottest team in ninety-four? Oh, of course. Montreal yes. Expos. Right. So, exactly. of course, Canadian... We talked about this one before, is Canadians got the conspiracy that, they like, baseball didn't want to have three years of Canadian teams winning the World Series. So they went on strike.
1: <laughs> yeah, sure. I, I... I The whole DH thing to me, like I say, in the grand scheme of it, look, you know, if you took it away and you put a hitter in there, so be it. I mean... I, I'm not either way, like I'm not angry either way. I mean, you're, you're feel free to, that's what you'll do. But I just,
0: I, oh, it's not
1: a massive deal for me. I mean, because I think that outside of the bum gardeners, a couple other pitchers that I could, you know, that, that I know of that, that are decent. And when you say decent, the badge a pitcher, that's like a low level regular hitter, <laughs> give or take, you know? Um, again, Bumgarner's kind of an example, he's got he's got pop and he's proved it, but that's not the norm. So I think when you're a, a team that has a potential person like a Bumgarner who can do that, yeah, that's a great asset in that specific thing. But that asset isn't pretty much on any other 30 the two other teams for the most part consistently either. So to me, it's like in the grand scheme of it, it's usually more of a big liability with an exception of a very small few amount of people. And when that's the case, then I don't see the relevance of it at that point, you know? Uh, outside of that, they're trying to bunt to get the guy over, which I'm all about fundamentals. Don't get me wrong, but,
0: you know. I love a good bunt.
1: <laughs> it's
0: exciting. Like, a, 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 a well-executed bunt and you get a hit off it is fantastic. And when you watch the, the I don't want to say panic, but when you see like that sudden like jump by all the all the defensive players. So mm-hmm. how about this? The 94, you ready? Pretty pretty good lineup, the 1994 Expos. There's, so Larry pitchers, Walker is in
1: there somewhere. So Larry yeah.
0: Walker was one of the uh, – so their outfielders mm-hmm. were Moises Alou. Oh, yeah. Lou Frazier. Marquise yep. Grissom. Yep. Larry Walker and Rondell White. <laughs>
1: oh, my God. Mashers, pretty much all of them.
0: Then their, their pitchers, pitchers. this is a whole bunch, but like um, – mm-hmm. so Dennis Boucher, Joey Ison, um, uh, Jeff Zero uh butch henry was in there well pedro martinez of course kirk reuter uh tim scott jeff scott uh, jeff shaw kirk reuter uh, was on there yeah
1: he was a giant after that for a long time that's right he was <laughs> and he was good good giant too Catch, yeah. i
0: mean the catchers were, were tim spare and darren fletcher okay um infielders i mean juan bell good yeah yeah um sean berry will Cordero. Cordero, so, yeah. yeah, Cliff Floyd, um Jeff okay. Gardner, Mike Lansing, all guys who could hold themselves. I mean, right. and then yeah. Then met, yeah, so I mean, it, it, so it's funny because at the at the at the time of the strike they were 74 and 40. Mm. Yeah. you know, so they were they 34
1: were, games or 30, uh, 34 games over 500.
0: Correct. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you look at that, if you if you want to do uh, an extrapolation, right? Um so let's hold on. How many? Games? That's 114 games in, right? Mm hmm. Yeah. Uh, so it's a, a 65% winning. So mm-hmm. 162 times. Wait. What did I say,
1: 65%? Yeah, you said 62, I think, before. No, you said 65. You did say 65.
0: Okay. Fuck, now I got to do it again. <laughs> Why are you messing with my head, buddy?
1: Because it's easy because it's yeah,
0: <laughs> 74 divided by 114 65% times 162 yeah so they were on pace to win 106 games yeah that's, that's <laughs> a pretty darn good season right yeah
1: basically that it's a monster team period when you look at the number of players and you look at any one of those number of players you go oh they they can hold their own like you're not you know yeah like especially that outfield Yep. You know, I mean, Grissom was not a power guy. He was a speed guy, which is pretty crazy. Fast. Yeah. Yep. very You know, but the Walker was a power guy. Um Who was who was one of the was it Rondell White is that you said? Yep. He was a power guy. <laughs> you know, you pretty much had everybody you needed at that point. So you're right. It was a stacked team pretty much, you know. So, yeah, and like I, I mean, Pedro Martinez. Oh, yeah. As a pitcher. I mean, yeah. Come on. I mean, really young pitcher. Yes, young pitcher. Not even like Pedro, who was still really, really good at the Red Sox yeah, for a like, long was, time. He was only—he was only, yeah,
0: wasn't—he was like twenty-two. <laughs> yeah, when he was, he was really when he was pitching for the really uh, young. Yeah, was, yeah, 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 very. young. So
1: he was—he yeah. was filthier then than he was when he was for a long time with Boston. You know.
0: So yeah, man. When you retired, get this: when he retired, he was fourth highest in winning percentage for pitchers.
1: That's awesome.
0: He only had two hundred and nineteen wins.
1: It seems like it'd be well more than that but here's the thing he he having 219 wins but if you think about it the reason why we think that's so little is because we saw him pitch a lot because of playoffs too and yes. we and so we thought okay you're watching this guy play and you're watching him be as successful as he was for a long period of time you're you know if you're not a casual if you're not a Red Sox fan, I'm not necessarily paying attention until we start to get late in the season, right? And then he's really good. So, you know, it's just, one, it, it, you know, it's it's a lot of things going to wins and losses too. You know, you get the whole, was it the Matt Cain effect where the dude never had run support, like ever. Like how, how he won as many games as he did as a giant is astounding. It shows you how good a pitcher he was because our offense was terrible most of the time until toward the end that of his career. But it's funny you, you think about that. And that's, a, I think that's what happens with, with Pedro Martinez is there becomes this lore because of the world series and because yeah. of the playoff runs and all that stuff that y- you think in your head, you're it like, a, Oh, it, this guy is a fun you know, is a 300 Street. game winner. No, he's not, <laughs> you know, but that's not, a, but again, does that mean he, he's not a hall of famer? I no, would say he that. He for sure is. Yeah, uh, yeah I, 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 exactly. So, you know, that that's that's something you know to to keep in mind, especially with, you know, all those players. But um, yeah, I tell you, it's just it's so, crazy. So
0: most so most wins by a pitcher, you know who that is, mm-hmm. right? Career.
1: Is it Randy Johnson?
0: No, no, no. Cy Young.
1: Oh, Cy Young, yeah, okay. But I know so Randy Johnson had a, he would I don't remember he, what Randy But
0: here's the he crazy thing: the other day. Randy Johnson's not in the top ten. Randy no. Johnson is not in the top twenty. Wow. Okay, so. So so it's all older pitchers to start. So Cy Young, Walter Johnson, Mm -hmm. um, Pete Alexander, who I don't know the name. Christy Mm -hmm. Matheson, I know that one. Mm -hmm. Pud Galvin, don't know that one. Uh, Then you have a little bit of a newer, Warren Spawn, and then Kid Nichols. I mean, there's all these old black and white photos. So sort of modern era pitcher. What modern era pitcher? There's two modern era pitchers that are in the top 10, but which one modern do you think? And when I say modern, like kind of in our time. Okay, mm. and and they would be in our time, not in the fifties or sixties, even. But they're like our time of watching baseball. He's number eight. Who's going to be your guess? Has three hundred and fifty-five wins.
1: Mm. I want to say Roger Clemens, but I don't think he got that high.
0: You, 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 are. I'm going to give. I'm going to give it to you that he's number nine. Okay, so that's Roger Clemens is number nine. This, okay, so okay, Roger Clemens. Not, is what three. about
1: Greg Maddox? Well done. Thank you.
0: Here's, here's crazy. Greg Maddox, 23 seasons, 355 wins. Yep. Roger Clemens, Mm -hmm. 24 seasons, 354, one less.
1: Yeah. And Greg Maddox, again, what is Roger? Roger Clemens was known as a power pitcher.
0: Yeah. Like an Olin Ryan, right? Like, And
1: Greg Maddox was always like an oral horseizer. He the epitome of an artist, Right, oh, like a true artist. Well, those
0: what, guys. What, what, what did what did opposing batters say? They're like, he knew what I was going to do before I knew what I was going to do. Because he had to. Yeah, because
1: you know, and that was, the, was what I was. He was that, the that, best at that. That's what fascinates me, and that's why, like, I you know, when you watch pitchers, and especially as they get older, because you start to lose your velocity. You know, when you're when you're a hard thrower, you have a little room for error, a little room. Yep, you know. Depending yep. on the on the player. Barry Bonds will hit you no matter what. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but you know, right. most people. So but to watch guys that traditionally their whole career were more finesse is what they like to call them. Finesse pitchers, which would be the Greg Maddox, the Oral you guys like that. Yeah, Tom um, Glavin. Tom Glavin, you know, and, and again, very successful pitchers. Because I mean, think about it. Did they throw gas? No. I mean Maddox was the epitome of not throwing gas. But you know what? Did he ever throw
0: at ninety miles per hour? No,
1: I don't think he did.
0: Barely but he, right. but he
1: was very good about changing the speeds that he had, and just keeping people and off that one. And, all and the just
0: time. knowing every batter better than, like you he, like he said, better than they knew themselves, mm-hmm. right?
1: And a big thing is the less hard. Granted, a MLB player when he gets on your pitch, he, he can take you out any any speed. But for the most part, the less the, the, the less hard you throw, <laughs> the less home runs you might give up. Yeah, it's just sheer velocity oh yeah yeah. Totally. <laughs> you know but yeah so uh but that's good there i like that but it's here's weird. one i want to talk to you about okay let's finish off the list though this yeah one fish but
0: the, this is some notable people we would know like nolan ryan is number 14 at 324 um tom glavina who i mentioned is is at 305 and he's above randy johnson who's at 303 and then mm-hmm. just like there's just nobody sort of like from our sort of timing like this uh, you know, there's Fergie Jenkins, but no, there's. I mean, Mike Messina had 270. That's a name I wouldn't have thought had that many.
1: Well, just think how hard on an individual year basis it is to win 20 games.
0: Oh, it's, it's, it's so it's hard. It's
1: extreme, especially now with the offensive prowess that's out there.
0: I mean, Andy Pettit it, only has 256. Yeah.
1: But I mean, it's like this, and these guys work. I mean, you know, it. it it goes to show you though, like to me personally, I mean, there's obviously has to be a bottom benchmark to be in the hall of fame of wins, but you know, you have to look at the big picture and obviously the errors these guys played in too. you know, that like a guy like a great example is Madison Bumgarner. I mean, yep. really good pitcher for a long time. I don't expect that to tail off. It'll tail off probably in the next couple of years. Cause he's at that age, but he didn't, I mean, he never broke 20 wins ever. He was like 15, 16, but, you know, again, with run support involved in that with, you know, there's a lot, I mean, there's a lot of things that factor in, you know, to, to that, the wins and losses stat. Yes. A pitcher plays a major part because they touch the ball every, every pitch, but the end result is though, is that they don't field it. You know, they don't, for the most part, they're not hitting it. And so I think you, I, I think the whole, like, I do think that as time goes on, especially with hall of fame voters and things like that, that starts to loosen up a little bit. Madison because, Bumgarner,
0: by the way, is number 445th on the list for wins. Yeah, yeah, right. And here's the jo- thing. Jonathan Qua- Johnny Cueto is ahead of him.
1: Yeah, but here, think about
0: that, right? But you're always going to remember Madison
1: Bumgarner, even if you weren't a Giants fan, because of what a study was in the playoffs.
0: Because he's got three World Series, Dude, including maybe the, maybe the greatest pitching World pfft, Series ever.
1: Arguably, probably the best pitching performance ever seen. In a World Series, in in, in yeah. a World Series, yeah, yeah. It, I,
0: I, it's it is it, it was mind boggling. Not just <laughs> not just one game, like the overall series.
1: No, well, no, exactly. It's the fact that he won three games as a starter and closed. No, he won two of, games as a he, starter. two games as a starter, and got he got
0: the win in the last one. And he, he because he went he went he, six innings. He fucking <laughs> pitched six innings. He went through he went five four through nine, five four through nine, five through nine. Yeah, he yes. Fucking, he pitched the tail end of the game, but basically what you would usually do as a as a starter. Yeah. and yeah. fucking shut shit down.
1: Yeah, the whole time. Like like it was so bad that everybody knew it was coming. They were like oh, like, like everybody knew was like, "Okay, you know what?" And everybody knew going into that game, they were like, "Okay, we 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 need to get to this to a guy now because if not, he's back there." Like it's like it had that kind of aura that if the Giants got that lead, and the yeah, pitcher got, got in lead trouble. Lead in he was coming rings. in, and sure enough, he came in. And that it's almost like that deflated it. It was like here, it, like people knew it was coming because they'd talked about it. Even Bochy was like, I'm "Not going to rule it out," <laughs> you know. And you know who's gonna who's gonna get two wins. You know, uh, well, as a starter. Think about,
0: okay, so in, in game one, he allowed only one run in seven innings, ending his right. consecutive scoreless innings at, at a road streak of 32 and 2 thirds. So exactly. Even he went in,
1: 9, 18, 20. He went basically more than three full games worth of starting three you know, It was,
0: three, it was three, four, three or four games, right? Right, yeah. So, so then um, so then in game five, he pitched his second career postseason complete game shutout. Yep. <laughs> so fucking hell, right? Yeah. And then uh, right, becoming the second pitcher in franchise history to um, to have two shutouts. And then, um, da, da, da. and then he set an all-time major league record for lowest World Series ERA with .29 among pitchers of at least twenty-five pitching, um, twenty-five innings pitched. And then was the first pitcher in World Series World Series history to pitch a shutout with at least eight strikeouts and no walks. So, like the, I see it bounced out there, Mike. But like yep, I was just head. reading, like, so it's crazy because the records he had. He was, the, he was the, um, he set the the all-time MLB records for lowest World Series ERA. 0.29 among yep. pitchers of at least 25 innings and was the first pitcher in World Series history to pitch a shutout with at least eight strikeouts and no walks. Then in game seven, on t- only two days rest, he pitched five scores innings in relief, preserving a one-run lead and earning the save as the Giants won their third title in five seasons. I mean, the fact that he won the World Series MVP was, I mean, if there's any foregone conclusion, oh like, yeah, 2-0 record. Got that save and a .3 ERA in three pitching appearances. He gave up one run in 21 World Series innings and pitched 52 and two thirds total innings in that postseason. I mean, it's fucking unreal.
1: What it what it comes down to, very simply, is it, it's the first time you could probably watch in a World Series on a on a seven that was a seven game series.
0: Yeah, against Kansas City. That's like right. Against
1: Kansas, City. a seven game series that you saw one pitcher, not one player, like you know, whoever, Buster Posey or whoever, sure. take over yeah. games, a pitcher that you could genuinely sit back and go, this dude is the reason they won. Like, he, owe, he the that. reason. Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, it's a team game, sure. But that guy did so much. And he had stellar defense behind him. They did their job fantastic. The point is, though, is that absolutely, it's the first time, I think, in our era that you watched a World Series game and went, this guy
0: literally was it. He was almost like a one-man wrecking crew. Well, this is what people <laughs> don't understand about baseball a lot is yeah. when you have a guy like that pitching. As batters, you get more relaxed. Yeah, because, because you see him a lot more. Well, well, no, no, no. I'm saying as as, as the, the his his own batters, hit the Giants' right. batters. Oh, sure. So because you, they know, yeah. Because they know they don't have to go out there, and there's not the pressure on them to be like, "Fuck, at this at bat, I have to get on bat because it's yeah. so close, and if I don't." What's going to happen? They're like, fuck it. Madison's got his side. Yep. We don't need to worry about what's happening on the other side of the ball. So we can go out here and just be relaxed and just play ball. I mean, game one, they won seven to one, right? Like, you know, and, and sure it went seven games. But when he was pitching, right? Like when he pitches a complete game shutout in, in, um, in game four, um, no, no, hold on. Was it game four? Whatever the, whatever, he, whenever he did, right? Um, no, no, game four, game three, game five. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, when he, when he, when he did that, I mean, again, when when you just are just on that game as as well as you are, and it's within an inning or two, you know he's on it. Oh yeah. Right. The the Giants' batters get to right. It's crazy. His was the first. Uh, oh, that's not too bad. 2014. Josh Beckett threw a um, mm-hmm. a complete game shutout in 2003 World Series.
1: Well, I do remember when he when he came in in the in the game seven, and that it was still. I think it was a four three game at that point. It was it was a one or two run game. It was very close. And I that's remember a the guy got on second right away, and it was Three, zero. three to was two. Zero. And, okay, and I remember that. It was like, okay. And when they failed to score that inning, I think it's like they collectively knew that was over because that was where his vulnerable point was coming in. Yeah, after
0: allowing the single to Infante, right, Yeah, in the fifth inning. He -hmm. retired 14 batters in a row.
1: And it was like that was – and it's almost like once that inning was over and they didn't score, it was like you could feel it just go, that's it. Because it was like that was their shot. That was where he was most vulnerable was that – Coming in in a place he's not normally coming in at on a you know on a, on a what do you call it a um, a routine level right and then to come in and get kind of start off a little shaky but then made it out and then he was lights out so it was like that was your shot your shot was right away and they missed and it was like yeah you could feel it the rest of the game it was like a, and as it went on it just got more pressure and more pressure on them and you could just feel it suffocating them. You know, mm-hmm. just going, it, it's interesting when you watch it. And it's, again, you know, people want to, it, it's, it's, a, it's a legendary performance. What it's ridiculous. Did. And it's, and it's, and anybody could watch that period and go, that's unreal. And most of the, most of the announcers and the, and the gameplay guys were all saying the same thing. We've never
0: seen this before. Oh, it's, it was, like, it, was, it, was it was insane. <laughs> you know, you know, so. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. you know, when you, when you, when you're in that clutch mm-hmm. in, in, in. In such an important time of your career, of something mm-hmm. like that, and another thing too is they were playing in Kansas City for that Game Seven, right? Yeah, so and that was because of the world because
1: of the damn All Star Game thing, which okay. I've never liked yeah. that whole thing. But so, the whole, okay. yeah, you're right. It was because of the All Star Game and Giants. I think the Giants had a, I think they had a better record than Kansas City. Let's
0: have a look. I think. I'm, I'm, I'm on memory.
1: Well, it wouldn't have mattered because they they didn't win the the All Star game. But I was pretty sure. No, by Panavis. one game,
0: by one game, Kansas City was better.
1: Okay, okay. So they were going to go there. Had they not had that, Kansas City would still City would have
0: still, still had it. It's okay. yeah. So I interrupted you though. You were gonna uh, you were gonna jump on something. Yeah,
1: I wanted to ask you about the new NHL team in Seattle's name. The Kraken. Okay, is it Kraken or Kraken? No, no, it's like, release the Kraken. Right. But I know, is it said Kraken or Kraken? It's Kraken. Kraken, Kraken, I thought. It's GIF, and it's Kraken. (laughs) Kraken. It's not GIF. Don't even start with me on that again. (laughs) Release the Kraken. Although, at first I was like, that's kind of lame. But then I was like, okay, well, it's Seattle. And... You know, you're not going to be like a fish. You've already got, you know, the Mariners up
0: there. Yeah, the Mariners. You, you get the you've you already rocks. got the
1: Florida Marlins. you got the sea, meaning just fish stuff. It's like, okay, I, I get but They're,
0: they're ocean, right? Like
1: Right. So I could see why, you know, that that it is something like that. I, it was a little surprising, but the more and more I stepped back, and then when I saw the new logo, it's actually pretty cool looking. But I'm like, it's not like overblown over the top. It's like really subtle when yeah, they do cool. it. It's cool. It's, it's really cool, and I'm like, you know, that's actually really, really cool. And uh,
0: well, well, it's just that ass, right? With the yeah, but um, but
1: it, you can kind of see it like turns yes. into sort of a tentacle, but it's not, it's not very, it's like it's very got, it's got, subtle. It, you can
0: see it's got a little eye in, in yes. sort of the top part of the ass. It's
1: very subtle, meaning yeah. it's it, you can know what it is, but it's not like we're gonna throw it in your face. So it's really kind of cool. But I was like, and then when I thought about it, I'm like, that's actually a really cool name. I and mean, what are you gonna call him? Like. In the the, the 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 Seattle Waves or something. I mean, I get well, I get it. You know, you, oh, you, the get, but, I, I like it. Yeah, it's cool. It's definitely unique. I'll give it that.
0: We they don't have it?
1: too many sports teams named after lore.
0: No, what, what are there? Hmm.
1: Well, I mean, I know in essence the giant squid, and, and they talk about the Kraken and stuff like that. But the reality of it is, though, is, is nobody's. I mean, they 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 had books about it, but and I'm sure at some point in our oceans because of.
0: But, know, is any, context, but is I there historical context? But I don't. Any,
1: I don't think I think of all our. I'm going down our list, and i in my head, and I don't know anybody.
0: Is there any team that's sort of named in that way?
1: I don't think so. Hmm. I mean, well, Vegas has mean, the Golden Knights, but I mean, Knights are—they weren't in existence. They weren't right. They were real, and it's just and a fun so.
0: Name.
1: Um, oh, San Jose Sharks. I like the Sharks, even the though sharks we're is cool. you know, but it's. Sharks yeah. are real. Very, they're, they're very real, pro- very my real. <laughs> friend. They're very real. Very, very real. Um, <laughs> I don't see any.
0: At no. least oh, of the Another the thing m- interesting uh, that uh, a buddy at work pointed out, because yeah. we played this game one time, is mm-hmm. they are another team now in pro sports in North America mm-hmm. where the team name, the nickname, does mm-hmm. not end in an S. There's not many. Good call. Can you Can you name any?
1: I'm thinking right now. Don't
0: look at lists. There's a I'm few not. hockey, there's a few baseball, and there's a few um, NBA. See, see if you uh, need the just jazz two for the NBA. Jazz, yeah, jazz. Yeah, what else? Magic
1: for the NBA. Magic, yeah, that's right. Um, let's see. I'm just kind of briefly
0: skimming. Don't you? Don't you be looking?
1: No, I'm not. I'm just. I'm just in my mind going down. First, I'm thinking NBA. So, I'm so when you're like,
0: doing that, do you think geographically? Yeah, that's how I do it too. <laughs>
1: that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, okay, now I'm in Texas.
0: Yeah. You know what I'm going? Okay.
1: Uh, okay, and then uh, as we get, I'll give you a hint. I'll give you a hint. Yeah.
0: Same state as the Magic.
1: Oh, okay. So you got the Magic, and then we have uh, so it's Florida, and then yeah. uh, oh God, it ruins the other day. Oh, heat.
0: Heat. There That's right. Go. The heat. So you got them all.
1: Okay. So, and then, so let's now let's go to football. Okay. Okay. So let's start. Well, we can go to Kelly. We got the Seahawks, which is an S. You've got the 49ers. Uh, you have the Chargers and the Rams. So those are all S's.
0: Uh, was amazing. You're just going to go by divisions. I like it.
1: Well, I'm just going, yeah, well, that, yeah, actually, I should. I'm just going, actually, I just went down to, I went, literally went from Washington down to California. <laughs> That's how I started there. And then I'm like, okay. That's
0: the NFC West.
1: Yes, exactly.
0: Hence the um, West.
1: Cardinals, obviously, S. Yes. And then United, now we go into Texas, right? So you've got the Cowboys, S. Yes. Yeah, this is a tough one. Is there any uh, Patriots? I, I, I don't know. Football, it's tough.
0: I'll I'll be fair. There isn't go any in it. football. Okay, thank you. I appreciate you putting my head <laughs> in my misery. Yes, you're welcome. Okay, so baseball. So baseball. Yeah. Oh, we
1: go. Yeah, we did NBA because yeah. we have Jazz and and Magic. Yeah. And okay, so uh, baseball. So,
0: I'll give you a hint. There's two.
1: Okay. So okay. Right. And
0: there, Red Sox yeah and
1: white socks
0: there you go well, <laughs> well that makes it easy <laughs> yeah.
1: so yeah now hockey i'm i definitely can't off the top of my head could have been hey. the old school it could have been the way well the whalers were in S at the end of it but i was thinking old school retro but uh yeah. uh so you've got so you got one kraken okay well now yeah now you have one there minimum
0: yeah um i'll give you a hint Okay. The state that had two NBA teams also has a hockey team that's the same. Has, oh, has one the has Lightning! One yeah, the Lightning. There you go. Yeah.
1: Okay. Is there any
0: more? Uh. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Uh, there's at least two more that I can think of. Uh. Yeah. There's only two more, I think. Yep. Two more.
1: I'm not. I'm. I'm blanking on it.
0: Uh, Colorado Avalanche.
1: Avalanche. Okay, there you go. Good call. Minnesota Wild. Ah, got it. Cool. now the crack? And and now the Kraken.
0: So what? What two NFL teams Mm -hmm. does their place in their name not actually exist as an official place? Like it's not the actual name of a place.
1: Hmm. Interesting. Let's see. I would say Carolina Panthers, but it's. Correct. Yeah, okay, Carolina Panthers. Because
0: Carolina is not. Right. Carolina
1: is the state, but it's 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 a
0: Carolina. There's North
1: and South. That's just a generalized statement. So, okay, so there's that one. And then. Just kind of skimming around. Yeah, blanking
0: the New um, England Patriots.
1: Oh, that's right. New England, that's a, it's an area,
0: same thing as the Carolinas. Yep, right? it's an area. Yeah, right. Interesting, it's a region or whatever you want to call it. Right? That's, yeah. a, that's an interesting one, too, right?
1: Sure. Oh, yeah. But I, yeah. but now that I think about the Kraken, now I'm like, that's actually a really cool name. It's
0: cool, right?
1: Now, yeah, it's de- well, you got to have something.
0: <laughs> it, well, Washington, the Washington football team doesn't uh, agree, right? Don't have well they're
1: they are the Washington they are the Washington football team. <laughs> That's literally their name right now.
0: The well, Washington football you, team. If you go on to Wikipedia, let's see, Washington. Football. Uh, maybe if I could spell Washington let's see. I hate Washington. Oh, I went to Washington Huskies. Mm. I need two hands to type. Mm. Oh, there we go. Does it have a logo or, no? It's just. It looks like the. It looks like the same colors as the. Uh, what do you call it? The Minnesota mm. uh, Gophers. It just says Washington football team.
1: Yeah, it's, it's generic. Washington I know. Fo- I- I know the they Washington changed it The Washington football team,
0: eight. previously known as the Washington Redskins. Yes. Was a,
1: <laughs> they bowed like to it. the pressure of that one asshole who put on the fucking thing where he said, why are you waiting so long to change it now that you've decided? I'm like, you oh, fucking yeah, asshole? Yeah, yeah. That guy. So apparently they cowed to the pressure on that too. I'd have been like, well, oh, fuck you then. <laughs> like, it's going to get there. Deal with it. Sorry. You bitched about it. We're changing it. Leave me alone. Let's see how fuck it. Just
0: leave it as the Washington football team. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Well, I do. They have. I think they're contemplating the red tails, which I think is kind of a cool name.
0: Red tails. Red tails. Interesting.
1: Um, that's well. That's a potential. That's that. I don't know if that's it for sure. But I thought, well, it's interesting. And again, they're going to keep the same colors. So it's just a matter of what you're going to do with it. So, uh, yeah. like I said, I, I never really cared. Change it. Don't change it. Whatever. It doesn't bother me. You know. So yeah. exactly. So good for them. Good for them for saying this is what we're going to do. So whatever you're going to do. Now, but we do have one more thing I want to chat. We can chat briefly on it because we're What's hitting up? almost what? Almost two hours coming up here pretty
0: quick. No, we're at three hours and 85 minutes. No way. You're correct. Thank you. No way. <laughs> <laughs> 85 was, minutes. We
1: wanted, it, because it's following our sports theme today, yeah. uh, the 30 for 30 with Maguire and oh, Sosa, oh, the yeah. chase. Long, was the, it Long the, Gone? The, yeah, Long Gone Summer, long something gone like summer, that. Long Gone Summer, Long Gone. Yeah. It was very, it was a very interesting, I liked it. It was a very good uh, memory of it and and watching it. But I did appreciate some of the behind the scenes stuff, you know, like where, you know, they were coming off what they were, they were coming off another potential strike, right? Like a couple, like two years before
0: or something. Well, the strike. yeah, because that was 95, no, seven. Can you hear me? No, he's gone. He's gone away again. That's okay. So what was he saying? There he's back Backer. right away. Ninety-seven, <laughs> yeah. was it ninety-seven? Yeah, I think it was so. The strike was the strike was ninety-five, so it's only a couple of years before. Yeah,
1: it was it was roughly like two seasons after, I think.
0: You know, a, and they didn't talk about this too much mm-hmm. during that time, during that um, documentary. But there's okay, there's two things that I think are really interesting um, about the whole, you know, chase and stuff, and, mm-hmm. and the timing was fantastic for baseball, et cetera. But here's here's two things that I find fascinating. Number one. McGuire was always a home run hitter. People always. want to, people want to give him a hard time about steroids and this and that, but in high school and in college with USC, he was a home run hitter. He was a smasher. He he hit that ball hard.
1: Yeah, he was old. his what was his rookie year he had
0: 47
1: something home runs. 49. Runners. Okay, the guy is a home run hitter, period.
0: Yeah. I mean, always was a been. pitcher in in university, they went, right. what the fuck are we doing with this guy? Right. This guy's because this guy's, this guy's a this guy's a, this guy's a, a slugger.
1: Exactly. And he, he's a true
0: power. He was a true home true power run hitter. Hit. Yeah, true exactly. home run hitter. Like yeah. Sosa was not. No. When he came into the league and when he, when he joined the Rangers, was it the Rangers he started off with? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. He was not a home run hitter. Um, and he grew into this home run hitter, which is interesting because he hit over 60 home runs three times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he was actually the one who trailed um, Barry Bonds mm-hmm. the year that Barry Bonds right. hit his seventy three. Right. So both times that the record was broken, he was the one who was. So in was
1: place. involved.
0: Yeah. He was the guy who yeah. was second, second, in second place. Right. Yeah. Um. But yeah, he was not this home run hitter that that McGuire was. So it was an interesting.
1: It was like he snuck up because I remember they were talking about that in the actual documentary that the year before McGuire, you know, he'd hit what fifty six or something. Yes, I, it was, that's you right. Know, and It was starting to get close again, and and that when the the year started, it was really all the talk about McGuire, and then Sosa had this month span where he well, just is, like sh- just 20 shot himself, or whatever, right? yeah, shot himself into like the competition, and so it kind of get. Think about left field because the you know Sosa was hitting home runs before that, but he wasn't seen as the guy that okay he's gonna make a run.
0: So and he's ninety eight he, right. that they, they, yeah. they did the home run home run right. record chase.
1: So you've got Maguire who's already I think people forget about that and it's like I think it's great you brought that up that people forget that Maguire has always been a, he was always a home run hitter
0: always. Yep. He was
1: always there. Was never a he was not a guy who came in the league and then just shot up on steroids and hit home runs. This guy no no was, he's he always hit him. He's, he was he was always a big guy. Anyways, he was always yes. muscular. He Six always five, had those forearms. I mean, oh, he was yeah. a big he was a big man, and he he was a, he was a straight power hitter. And it, you forget like leading up to that chase, like the couple of years leading up to it, that he was getting closer and closer. So. He'd been doing this for quite, besides just hitting home runs is what he normally did. Getting into this chase was a couple years in a row scenario where it started. And then it, you know, then it, he made the run at it. And um, so, but yeah, it, it was very interesting to rewatch it back, you know, after the length of time, you know, and kind of re-remember that about McGuire. Like, like I'd for, I knew McGuire was a stud from the get-go with the A's, but I forgot that he hit 49 home runs as a rookie. Like, cause there was a guy, who's yeah, the guy like rookie judge. of the year this this year or the year before last year Two years ago, for the judge. Mets, I think. Yeah. My, the guy for the Mets did it this year. He hit like 45 or
0: something. Oh yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: And, and I think people forget it's like, that's a lot, but McGuire did that in like the early nineties, you know, and yeah. him and Conseco, they were both just studs, but it was like the McGuire thing. You, you forget that he was, you know, that he, that's really what he was. You know, he didn't yeah. juice up his, in during. I mean, during the time to become a power hitter, he was always a power hitter. But you're right, the dichotomy of the difference because Sosa was not known as a power hitter. In fact, when he came in, like well, McGuire was always big. Well, you know, well,
0: Sosa. And he, I mean, and he was a leadoff hitter. Yeah, he was. He, off he was
1: very. The- he was a thin frame guy that when he started yeah. with Texas and. You know, they traded him to to, to Chicago, but then he then Sox, then he get he bulk started to bulk up and all that and mm-hmm. everything. But uh, but you forget those like when you look at Maguire back in you know the early '90s when he was there. I mean, he was a little thinner, but I mean, he we, was. We look big. at this, I
0: mean, you look at it in his first season, Sosa in '89. It doesn't say how many here, but in in. Yeah, there we go. In '89, he got traded right away from the Rangers, and and he only is goes bad. He hit 15 home runs uh-huh. uh, in 1990, um, and then in '91, um, he hit um, 10 home runs. Mm-hmm. So again, right? It like, wasn't this like this crazy player, no. right? And then he, he sounds got, like more of a
1: leadoff hitter, you know, 10, yeah. 12, 15 home runs, you know, top home, three and guy. Then eight
0: home runs in his first season with the Cubs. Mm-hmm. But then yeah. he improved and he got 33 home runs right uh, but also speed because he he stole he was the first but, Cubs he was the first yeah. Cubs player to go 30-30, yeah, 30 30. 30 30 um uh, stolen bases and 30 home runs so like then he's continuing to hit for power mm-hmm. um, he batted 300 with 25 home runs the next year so again we're not talking about a guy who's like
1: he didn't go from like 10 home runs to all of a sudden hitting 50. he yeah. he, he was going he started bulking up that kind of seems like a natural progression and when you're focusing on being more of a power hitter as opposed to like what your job was as, as a as a leadoff hitter or something you're you're gonna change your approach yeah. so you you see these jumps from 8 10 12 then to 25 and then now you're talking 30 and then 25 and he starts getting into 38 and 40. so you kind of see it you're like okay. Yep. It, it, it's starting to come. It's not like he went from like 10 to like 50. It It's not like that. But he's, I mean, obviously he was doing something. <laughs> but, yeah. So,
0: so, so that know. was one thing that was, was interesting to me was the fact that, um,
1: he was an afterthought and like, nobody talked about him until he hit that 20 home run month. And all of a sudden it was like, it became a chase.
0: Yeah. And, you know, and then, you know, then he, you know, so, you know, he, you know, they have, um, you know, all those home runs, right. Mm-hmm.
1: And everybody thought, and
0: everybody thought, going into the season, it was going to be McGuire and Griffey. That's right, and that's what you I know. was going to say before too. So yeah. I'm glad because Griffey, I mean, and Griffey still hit 56 that year, which is mm-hmm. still yeah. still wild, yeah, right? I mean, um, you know, and then, and then of course, you know, Sosa goes on to hit you know 63 times, the only player to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's point number one that Sosa was not this known home run hitter and suddenly comes out to be this, one of the the great home run hitters ever with sort of these, these sort of um, these pieces. But the other one that it's also amazing that it was McGuire and Sosa was there's three big rivalries in, in baseball. Oh yeah. Right.
1: New York, New York and New York, New York and Boston,
0: New York and Boston,
1: uh, San Francisco and LA
0: giants and Dodgers
1: and St. Louis and Chicago
0: Cardinals and Cubs. Yeah. Right, that, like, that intensifies it even
1: more. That intensifies yeah.
0: because you have you have two, especially not just two big rivalries, but arguably, you might say. I mean, I think that it's pretty much hands down. The Cardinals fans are the best baseball fans in the league, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and Cubs fans are pretty up there too, right? Like you know, whether it's Boston, you know, the Yankees, Giants fans, Dodgers fans, you know, uh, the Cubs fans are. Are up there as some some of the best in in baseball, and um, you know to have the Cardinals Cubs because that is I mean that's you have the West Coast rivalry, right? Mm-hmm. You have right the Dodgers Giants, which yep. is huge. Then you have East Coast. Then you have the East Coast. That's right.
1: And you have the mid, then, mid, then you basically have the Midwest. Midwest. Yeah, yeah. it's perfect. The, it's the big it's, three.
0: It's the big three, right? And it's yep. I mean, if you actually go Cubs, let's see Cubs cardinals here's interesting here's a, here's one to find out i'm going to go on a 10 or on the left turn here and fuck they are super close too so we've talked about it before that the giants dodgers are have, have met tons and are super mm-hmm. close right so okay so let's go back to that one first let's see giants it's amazing these big rivalries giants dodgers rivalry Okay. So the Giants-Dodgers rivalry has played 2,510 times. hmm And they are 1,258 to 1,235.
1: Yeah. So they're pretty much dead even. fucking 22 <laughs> games
0: apart in 2,500 games. That's insane. Yeah. Not even
1: 1%. It's literally basically a 500 rivalry. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. So we just said the um, Cardinals-Cubs, right? Right. Um They've played 2,443 games, so not that many less. And theirs is 1,239 to 1,181. It's like it's only 50 games apart, 60 games apart.
1: Right, yeah, that's still out of all those games. It's not, yeah, that much of a disparity.
0: It's tiny. How about the, let's see, Yankees-Dodgers or um, Yankees-Red Sox. There we go, let's see. Red Sox. There we go. Okay, so how many times have they played? Two thousand two hundred and seventy-five? And and look at though they're further apart. So the Yankees is twelve nineteen to one thousand and twenty. So they're it's a it's a basically two hundred games apart.
1: Okay, yeah. That's but a 10%. little bit bigger. Yeah.
0: Close ish? But not like those other two, well, it's just like the um the Packers Bears, that one is like fucking ridiculously close, so that's the, that's the rivalry that has the most games played between two um two football teams, and I'll tell you right now listen to this one this one's crazy. they've met exactly two hundred times they're ninety nine and ninety five
1: hmm. wow.
0: <laughs> right yeah with six, with six ties right wow yeah but ninety they're four games apart in 200 games hmm. Packers had the longest win streak of that one I bet oh yeah yeah 10 well the Bears is 8 through the through from 85 through 88 that's that's wild what other rivalries would be big ones how many NFL championships do the Bears and the Packers have together? What's your guess? Mm. NFL championships, so you know Super Bowls and before Super Bowls.
1: Mm, seven, eight. I don't know. Way higher. Well, probably. I know Tw- the Packers are a lot,
0: but twenty-two. You know. Okay. Thirteen <laughs> for Green Bay and nine for Chicago, mm-hmm. and of uh, Super Bowls, four for Green Bay and one for Chicago. Sixty-five members in the in the in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Wow. Thirty-four for Chicago and thirty-one for Green Bay. That's that's crazy. That's that's wild. All right, what, what feels like we're we're slowing down here. Yeah. What what else do we have? Do we have anything else worthy of talking about quickly, or should we uh, hold things off until? Oh.
1: I think we've covered, we covered a lot of topics. I think we probably topics. don't want to start another one because then we won't either get to it how we want to, but we still got some interesting ones for our next round and they're not sports related because we knocked those out today.
0: We did. Yeah. Oh, one just one sports related one. Which one? Bubba Wallace.
1: Oh, that's right. Yeah. The NASCAR. Oh yeah. Actually, yeah. I def- we definitely want to touch on that briefly at least.
0: No? Uh,
1: nah, let's do it next time.
0: It's more political than just sports. Right. We're not political, social.
1: Yeah, it's more political.
0: social. Yeah. We'll put that in. We'll, we'll table that. That won't be in our sports discussion. We shall discussion. table Mr. Bubba Wallace. hmm <laughs> Which, by the way, for those of you who don't know Bubba Wallace, he's a NASCAR driver. He's the only black NASCAR driver. hmm And Bubba Wallace, to me, doesn't sound like a black name no
1: actually the first thing when i saw bubba wallace of course me and the stereotypes going god sounds like a white dude from the south
0: maybe right maybe it's because he's driving in nascar i think it's driving nascar
1: and there's not a lot of bubba's that are black i'm granted there's Bubba from Bubba Gump, right? I was company, just going to say but, the only yeah. Bubba that I can think <laughs> right of right now is a black guy. It just so, it just seems interesting just that off. no, I just I, I think it's predominantly a southern white name for guys or at least at a minimum uh, more apt to that, but clearly not. So that's so what I
0: think of. Yeah. See, I don't think of. First thing
1: that. I thought of when I when I heard Bubba Wallace, my brain went thought of just a white dude. It's the first thing I thought.
0: <laughs> maybe two for me too because there's um there's other Wallace like last name Wallace drivers. Uh, NASCAR and they're all white guys. Like there's oh, the, yeah. the Wallace family. So maybe I thought that that's who.
1: We definitely, I think for definitely for teasing for a future conversation is did you see that they released some of the body cam footage for the George, uh, George Floyd incident? No, so did they? there. So you see more of an overall picture of things going from start to finish. So there's, there's definitely, yeah, it'll be, I'll be interesting for you to read up or read on that and I'll read on that and we'll chat about it. Because again, uh, uh, you know, uh, it's, I'm sure it's, it's like we all understand that when we see a snippet of a video at at a certain length, we don't necessarily know what happened before. That being said, you know, what we saw on the video was what we could say is, is repulsive. I'm so far in reading this article with some of the factual information, I, I definitely don't think it excuses officers um, from things, but I do think that there's some things involved in there that, of course, were never talked about and are being talked about now, which I kind of think is, look, I, I, I'm not going to discredit George Floyd personally. I, I don't know him. I just know that things are not always as, as simple as it was made out to be. You of know? course. I mean, it was still... Right. There's still Ridiculous. a situation that happened. Somebody still died, but, but just there's, there's some things I think in the overall aspect of how things went from, you know, one, two, three, four, that sheds a little bit more light that it, that it isn't really necessarily coming across as it was just a, it's first of all, a straight racial situation. And second, that it was just a guy getting thrown on the ground and pinned and, and killed on purpose with, without some more factual information. The guy still died. So there's still an issue, a major issue. But I I think it'll be interesting when you read some of the information about maybe kind of where, where things are coming from when you're engaging with a person. As what was going on, For sure. actually. So, anyways, it's fascinating. But that, anyways, we'll we'll get to that at some point. But um, you know, again, it, it's not a, it's not a, not any way. I'm not teasing it as some sort of, you know, like George Floyd is is you know, a guilty man or something. That's not where no, I was
0: going with no, it. No, no, I get it.
1: I just think it's important to understand everything. And especially with, look, if you want to have honest conversation in this in this country, you, you, you know, you have to have an honest conversation. And when bad things happen, you talk about the bad things happening. And, you know, but I don't agree with necessarily when bad things happen that you necessarily agree other things just to continue to reinforce of a bad thing. So it's like, okay, well, let's, let's talk about all of it. And it's still bad. <laughs> right. I mean,
0: totally, so, exactly. I just found the body. I'm going to watch this later. The body. It'll be,
1: understand. it'll be interesting. It'll be, like I said, it's, it's just interesting. And again, I'm not bringing it up. some sort of tease to to make it out that you know it was some you know completely misunderstood event it's just there's just uh, more to the information that's that's important probably to understand so yeah but uh cool we'll ride on all
0: right we're gonna check this out um
1: yeah yeah yeah. we get check it out later on i mean we'll talk about it in a week or two whatever oh for sure so
0: yeah in two weeks from today
1: yes Yes, indeed. Indeed, or, or wherever it wherever hey, it may fall. And by the way, mm. yesterday
0: was a holiday because we get lots of holidays. Remember, oh, you know, I lots forgot. of those holiday things.
1: <laughs> what was your so holiday was yesterday? BC Day. What is and what does BC Day represent? British just happy to be Canadians.
0: No, just British Columbia Day. Mm. We need a holiday in August. So they just well, you it. gotta
1: have one. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, I've gotta have one.
0: Well, simply put, that's why.
1: <laughs> well, hey, that's all that needs to be said. I accept. I accept said reason. That's right. And say you're more than welcome to have as many. Uh, we don't holidays. have
0: one in March. We don't have hmm. one in April. We got to fix that.
1: <laughs> you're. All, I need to get on that one.
0: Because we have one in January, January first. Yeah. We have February. We have Family Day. There's not one in March. There's not one in April. Then in May, we have Victoria Day. It's the week before Memorial Day. Yeah. And then June, there's not Oh, June, there's not one either. Hmm. July is July 1st for us. Canada Day. And BC Day in August. And then we fucking, the rest of the year, you go out. So September is Labor Day. We have Thanksgiving in October because mm-hmm. that's when Thanksgiving is.
1: For you, yes.
0: That's what it's supposed to be. <laughs> And then no, of course you
1: enjoy that. I'll enjoy mine a month later. My birthday's in October, so sorry. I'm not doing Thanksgiving on my birthday.
0: <laughs> it's before it, don't worry.
1: It doesn't matter. <laughs> it's my birthday month. I, By the it, way, I fucking hate that. Anybody who continues to talk about their birthday month, fuck you. Yeah, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Get over yourself. It's a fucking birthday. You did nothing in the process. That was just the day that you were expelled from your mother's vaginal canal.
0: Okay, you, that is you,
1: not something that you did. You and a whole personally. bunch of other
0: people, all exactly. the same day. Exactly. It's not special. Um, <laughs> yeah. November, yeah, exactly. You, you didn't. You had no say in the matter. November eleventh, exactly. of course. There's that one, and then there's Christmas. So,
1: sure. Nice. See. Oh yeah. We only. Well, we get we get a lot. There's Columbus Day, which I'm sure at some point they're going to change the name on that. And then, uh, but I mean, we get Veterans Day, obviously, and things like that nature. But my business, like what I do, it's like we, most of us work because I I don't work on Mondays, but they're all usually on a Monday. But it's like, our office is always open. (laughs)
0: <laughs> so we only get, get that, you need to
1: get that shit fixed buddy It's not. trust me I ain't gonna fix I only. we're only guaranteed three actual real days off the, we get a lot because we get floating holidays and a whole bunch of stuff yeah. but we only get three we get basically we get Christmas, Thanksgiving Christmas and New Year's Day are the, the big three that we will always get
0: guaranteed you poor fella you yeah poor and then we, most of
1: us usually work for a couple hours on New Year's Day
0: <laughs> see see what I mean <laughs> you know and, and what we do at my work is mm-hmm. so on Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve we have shaw days, so they give us half mm-hmm. day off.
1: Oh, nice! Yeah. shaw days. There you
0: go. Yeah, it's um, they treat us pretty well. It's a pretty awesome company to work for.
1: Well, yes, and you're allowed to pump
0: them. I'm, see, I'm, I love working for the company. So there you um, go. Cool. What's the, what's what's playing in the background right now for folks? Oh, is it playing now, or is it going to come up? Well, depends if we keep talking. We should let it come up right now no no <laughs> no no i strive 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 to get everything done i've played by all the rules but i've very rarely won i've smiled i've charmed i wouldn't laugh the last to no avail i've run round like a moron to unequivocally fail I've no more fucks to give, my fuck fuse has just blown. I've been hunting for my fucks all day, but they've upped and fucked off home. I've no more fucks to give, my fuck rations are depleted. I've rallied my fuck army, but it's been fucked.